Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clocks Podcast. Gentlemen, welcome. I'd like to thank you for coming to my house and taking uh, the time away from watching Disney+, Plus, <laughs> which everyone in the universe is doing currently. Yep. 10 million subscribers in the first day. Jesus Christ, was it yeah. really? I didn't look at any of the metrics or anything. That was the only metric I saw was like 10 million in the first day. Which I mean, is, it was also free for the first yeah, week. Yeah, why so, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, why wouldn't I mean, I generally don't really sign up for a lot of streaming service-y things. Or any. Or, well, I mean, I got Amazon Prime. But, but not that's just because I, yeah, I didn't get it for the streaming. I got for it for the, the, other, the, for the for the free shipping. Really, Joe? Because Marvelous Mrs. Maisel Season 3 comes out in a couple weeks, and that show's phenomenal. So. I did want to watch Man in the Hot Castle. That final season just came out, too. Oh, okay. The John Krasinski. Um, oh yeah, Jack Ryan. Oh yeah, Jack, Jack Ryan. Ryan. I hear that's really good, good too as well. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched and the second season. That has a new season that, that came out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. See, so Joe. There's plenty to watch on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, but instead, you were watching Disney Plus this week. Like uh, everybody yes, else. Yes, uh, you watched The Mandalorian, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you're a person, Joe, who does not watch a lot of Star Wars anything that isn't the movies, correct? Yeah, my general Star Wars knowledge uh, exists only in terms of the movies and the video games. I never really read any of the extended universe books. Uh, I watched, uh, I think, like the first two seasons of Clone Wars. Mm. Uh, and I watched the Getty Tartakovsky Clone Wars That's great. animated yeah. stuff, which was fantastic. Yeah, not on Disney Plus. Yeah, that really surprised really? me. Yeah, I don't. It's probably a weird rights issue thing that they probably don't own the rights to that. I know that the, like, on... the DVDs are impossible to find. Yeah, also. I have them on DVD. Oh, really? Yeah, I think they're, they're worth, worth like, a tons lot of money. money. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The whole thing's on YouTube, like hmm. in one cut. So yeah, um, but uh, yeah. So like. I never really watched any of the extended universe stuff, um, but uh, from what I've seen of Mandalorian, it's really fucking good. Really good. Yeah. 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 I mean, you watched it, right? Yeah. Both yeah. episodes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we like we had a viewing party here yeah. at the house with some people. Adam had friends over. Uh, yeah. Okay. We made uh, Death Star quesadillas, and uh, what do we have? R two D two cookies. Oh, which yeah. were, didn't work out. No, they did. They were very good. They, I just didn't understand like how Did they, they were supposed like to be. R2-D2? No, they were just like they came in like they were like the pre-made like little They're packaged like the ones. Sugar cookies. Yeah, and like I expected R2-D2. them to like flatten and expand, and they didn't. They just stayed like these little pucks. So like when they came out, I was like, oh, I don't think I did this right. And then as soon as we let them cool, they like hardened up and were actually really good cookies. So, but the instructions on the box said. Uh, cook at 350 or preheat to 350 if it's on a pan preheat to 325 but then there was a little like image next to it that had an oven that's 375 yeah it's a three to three different <laughs> times on it so in the end it worked out we had cookies uh, but yeah i made quesadillas and used star wars cookie cutters to cut them out in fun shapes like x-wings and tie fighters so we had a little star wars viewing party mm-hmm. oh, very nice. nice yeah you would have been invited but you were working yeah mm, so but, uh, yeah, uh, Mandalorian, um, I, I gotta say, like, it's the most, I think, thing to really capture the original trilogy. Mm. It feels very, very much like the original trilogy. Yeah. And the fact that it's, like, kind of really understated, it's very um, non-spectacle-y. Yeah. Well, it harkens back to, the like, the Western, which is what Star Wars is, like, mm. essentially. Yeah. It's, you know, Japanese samurai films and westerns, like yeah. smashed together in space. Mm-hmm. So, like, it it makes sense as like a lone gunman wanders the the west in this place. In this case, you know, desert planets or whatever. Um, so that you know, I totally get what you mean, and it's really cool. Mm. And the arm, it looks amazing. Like it's beautifully shot. 
Um, there's some wonky stuff in the first episode, uh, and pacing's a little all over the place, but I thought the second episode was a nice step up. Yeah, uh, when it came to the second episode, um, there was a point in the, like, for a little while where I was like, is this going anywhere? Like, I, I get, I see the, I see, like, the pacing thing where I was just, I was sitting there going, like, all right, like, it's kind of wandering around now. Okay, now they're t- chasing the Jawas, all right. Is anything going to happen? Uh, and yeah, it, it paid off in the end, yeah. uh, definitely in that one. But um, uh, I, I, if this is this is actually something I was thinking about, um, like going into well, not going into this, but um, uh, going into the future of the Star Wars franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was actually thinking about that after the end of uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, I looked up like the production budget of Game of Thrones, and it was about I think it was like ten million dollars an episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah, and there's ten episodes a season. So it's $100 million to make a season of Game of Thrones. Uh, the cost of a Star Wars movie was about $300 million to make mm-hmm. a Star Wars movie. And I was like, I don't know why they don't just like take that money. And instead of making a movie, put $30 million into 10 episodes of a Star Wars show. And you can make something incredible with that. Yeah. Uh, something with a triple the budget of a, a Game of Thrones. Yeah. I would much rather watch a, a series like that as opposed to just a new movie every two years. Well, get ready, Joe, because there's this show called The Mandalorian on Disney Plus that's kind <laughs> of doing exactly that. So I think that's going to be right in your wheelhouse. You should probably check it out. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be pretty good. Yeah. Then they got the Obi-Wan show coming out next year or the year after. So that could be the same kind of idea. Probably, again, very understated because it'll probably just be about him doing stuff by himself as a loner. So mm, like, that could be pretty be like cool, too. Post, uh, yeah, in between three and four. Yeah. So, but it'll probably, but like, obviously he goes into exile at the end of Revenge of the Sith. So that could be kind of the same, same thing. So get ready for that too. It it's going to be exciting. Kind of interesting to see a thing of him, like just protecting a young Luke Skywalker from things mm-hmm. like from the, from a distance. Like, I mean, you kind of assume they didn't do a very good job of hiding Luke was a thing that I was always very confused by. They did a great job. They put him in the one place they knew Anakin would never go again. A moisture farm. Yeah, Back but, home. <laughs> he yeah, hates it. There's Anakin, sand everywhere. That Anakin would go, but you think, like, anyone would have been like, oh, hey, there's this new Skywalker kid just on the planet with the Skywalkers. His name is Skywalker. Nope. Nobody, but, like, I would actually like to see something about, like, people, like, bounty hunters or something, like, it kind of keeps showing up to poke around and he has to kind of stop them from, like, getting too close to Luke kind of thing. That would be an interesting... Certainly possible. Uh, like, episode by... Uh, story by episode thing. But you gotta remember, Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru's last name isn't Skywalker, it's Lars. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, because they're not really his aunt and uncle. Oh, are they not? No, they are. It's his, uh, it's his mom's, like, adoptive brother and sister, I think. Like, it's one of those things where, like... The woman that his mom married after Anakin went away, it's his kids. Yeah, I always just assumed oh. that she had so more technically kids after Anakin. Yeah, technically it's uh it's like Anakin's half or step brother and his wife. Mm. So therefore it is technically his step uncle. Remember like the just imagine the awkward and like uh Vader just showed up like, hey, little brother. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, you little scamp. I haven't seen you since you were yay hi to a tauntaun. Uh, yeah. Hey, who's that kid over there? <laughs> yeah. Nobody? Uh, uh, yeah, it's our kid. Our kid. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know I was a... Oh, I got a nephew. Mazel tov. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'd be just like that. Uh, have you watched anything else on Disney Plus, Joe? 
Uh, I did watch um, some Simpsons episodes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, went back to the early ones, the like the classic ones. So I watched uh, Homer at the Bat. Okay, great. I watched um, uh, the Monorail episode. Great. Uh, I watched a couple others, and I can't think of which ones they were off the top of my head right now. Um, but I mean, it's great to go back and watch a bunch of old Simpsons again. Mm-hmm. I, I have them all on DVD. Also, Same. I kept like the first eight seasons on DVD because those are the like the classic ones. I think I have the first twelve. Yeah. Um, but it's nice to just be able to like pull them up and watch them. Yeah, anytime. absolutely. Uh, and I like kind of perused through some of the other stuff to look at other shows that they had. Uh, I watched like the first episode of Boy Meets World. Oh yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, um, it's so weird when you watch like the first one, you compare it to the shit later on. Like, oh how yeah, the, how the brother just kind of went from like the jerk older brother to a complete another moron. Yeah, <laughs> by, like, devoid of, of any series. brain. Yeah. yeah, no, it's bad. Um, yeah, I watched the first episode of the animated Silver Surfer show. Uh, which I had never even heard of. I don't I, think. Yeah, I I remember seeing that while perusing the thing and going, "What the hell?" What yeah, the hell but like Silver Surfer show. The, the whole first episode is just Galactus going around and like destroying planets and like upending entire civilizations. And I'm like, this is kind of fucking Dark. fucked up for a kid <laughs> show to just be like, "Here's Galactus and he's just gonna destroy your whole planet right from the jump." I mean, that's kind of what he does. It is what he does, but like, still, that's pretty intense opening for you know a kids show from the '90s. So, I might watch more of that. Uh, we also watched the movie The Shaggy DA, which takes place in the The Shaggy Dog franchise. Uh, franchise. And, uh, it's the Extended Universe? The, yeah, The Shaggy Dog Extended Universe. And it's uh, the most ridiculous thing I've ever the seen. The crossover with Herbie the Love Bug is the good one. Oh, I, I, bet, it, I bet it would be. That'd be amazing. Because you know The Shaggy Dog would drive the Love Bug, and it would be hilarious. Wait, was Herbie was a Disney movie, right? Yeah, there's a bunch of Herbies on there. There's oh, like yeah. Herbie goes to Monte Carlo, and wasn't there one with like Hannah Montana and Lindsay, no, Lohan. Lindsay Lohan? Oh yeah, yeah, Herbie fully one loaded. One of the crazy ones. Yep, that one's on there too. Uh, a whole bunch of stuff. So, but we watched that after the Mandalorian the other night, and it was just the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. And some seen. Toy Story shorts. Yeah, the Toy Story shorts, and then also that got that like super sad, super sad, depressing short called Float. I had never heard of it. It's a oh, little. It was one of the like Pixar yeah. movie role. Ones. No, but it it was never before any of the movies because I'd never seen it. It might be exclusive to Disney Plus. Either that, or it's one of those things where like they released it on a compilation of shorts that they like. There was made like for a, the Oscars or something. There was a Pixar short like compilation. There's DVD two of them. that was the, but it was like the, those were the pre movie pre movie ones. Yeah. But they might have had a, a bonus, a or bonus one on there. Like, I oh, have them for somewhere, but I didn't remember seeing that. I had one. the first one. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. there's two the other of them. One, the second one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just it's about this kid that can float, and so his dad's very self conscious that he like can float and doesn't know why, so he like shelters him. And then one day he gets out and you can tell the dad's like frazzled and just hates that he has to keep this kid like on a leash inside the house because he could just like float out the window and float away forever because he doesn't know if the kid can control it. And then one day they're at the park and the kid starts floating. He just snaps at him. He's like, why can't you be normal? It's also the only words that are spoken throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And then everyone at the park's just like, that guy fucking sucks. I mean, was the kid floating at the time? Yeah. He was. Why is that kid floating? And no, and then the kid just starts crying because he's just like, my dad hates me. And the dad's like, oh no, I fucked. I'm the monster here. But it was very sad and depressing. So we watched that right before watching The Mandalorian. (laughs) It was a mistake. Um, But Joe, when you're not binge watching everything Disney Plus has to offer, you're playing games. So when you're not watching The Mandalorian, what are you playing? Well, um, so this week there were two big releases. Mm -hmm. uh, Go with the one that segues from The Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, Well, I was going to say, Adam, you bought 
Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I sure John, did. you bought Pokemon Shield. Shield. Yeah. I bought uh, both. both of, uh, yeah. Get technically three, all three of them. Yeah. I also bought Sword. We get it. You have money and you're the king <laughs> of video games. Got it. I was going to say, like, I mean, you should probably start with this one. Well, no, I, I figured my opinion on that. Well, and I figured then John we, can talk about Pokemon. Yeah, I figured we can talk about Star Wars since we segued right into that before you explained the segue. So thank you for that. I'm sure everyone at home was going to be really lost on that. And then you guys can talk about Pokemon. So you played Star Wars like I did, Joe. What did you think? I want to get your input on this because obviously this has very Souls-like elements to it. And you're the person that I know who's played all of them. Um, so what, what did you think of Jedi Fallen Order? I really like Jedi Fallen Order. It's a really fun game. It is a very, very good, well-put-together game. Yes. Um, and you're right, it definitely has the Souls-like aspects to it. Um, my one complaint in regards to that is that the controls are not nearly as tight as they should be if you want to make a Souls-like game. Uh, because controls are the most defining factor in those games. Yeah. They have to be super on par, super tight. No room for error kind of thing. Yeah, because it's all about precision timing and mm -hmm. everything. Especially if you're going to compare this to something like Sekiro, which was the game that everybody was kind of comparing it to before it came out. They're saying like, oh, it's they very Sekiro-esque. Themselves. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, even they were saying it's very Sekiro-esque. Um, and the controls can sometimes be very, very frustrating in the mm -hmm. game. Uh, especially when it comes to combat and camera angles. Oh my god. You were watching me play it just before we were recording, and I was in like a hallway and could never see myself. All I could see was the enemy like slashing at me. I'm just like, I don't know what to do other than, I guess I'll just die here and try again. Cause, like, <laughs> I'm just going to die here. Yeah, because otherwise I'm going to waste all my like energy refills, the stim packs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then like, what a waste. I'm just going to have to go meditate again anyway. So like, might as well just go die now and then just come back and you know, fight this guy not in the hallway. Mm. Um, but, but besides that, um, everything else is pretty fucking great. Yeah. Um, I mean, even though that the, uh, like, the controls can be kind of wonky, the combat is still pretty cool and it's interesting. It's still satisfying. It's very, very satisfying. Yeah. Um, the story can be a tad bit kind of scattershot and all over the place because it's very open-ended and you can kind of choose which direction you want to go. Uh, what planets you want to go through first. At least at the start. Yeah. Like, I don't know how much more streamlined it'll get. I think we're both only gone to the first couple of planets. Mm -hmm. um, so we're pretty much right in the same area, more or less. I think you're a little bit farther than me. Uh, no, you're a little bit farther than me. No, because you've gone to... I, I didn't fight the ATST yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, I am leaving Zafo. Uh, Zafo. yeah. Okay. Uh, which is a very funny name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I'm a, I, but I had gone to the other planet first. So we yeah. kind of we switched things around. I yeah. went to one planet first. Like like I was saying, there's you have options of which direction you want to go. So I went to one planet first. You went to another one. We're kind of like going yeah crisscross the bit. Yeah, so we we basically done about the same amount of mm -hmm. the game. Um, yeah, I really like the I mean the uncharted elements. I guess there's really no other way to describe them and make it an apt description other than the uncharted style platforming elements where like. You're running, you're jumping, you're climbing on vines, you're One swinging thing on this ropes. One game does really well is the exploration. I yes. think the exploration is top fucking notch in yeah. this game. And you're a person that loves to go around and explore and get all the little collectibles. And this gives you the ability to explore these planet, the planetary areas. There's a thing on your mini-map that tells you what your percentage of exploration is, how many chests and secrets there are in this area, and what you need to get. So therefore, like 
there's your checklist of things you want to yeah. do. And even like on the map, it'll if you find a item like a, a thing that you can't yet interact with, yeah, it'll mark it on there for you. Yeah. So like if you come across a thing, you're like, okay, clearly I can't get through this because I don't have the like yeah. requisite power yet. But yeah, at least the, it's now marked on the map for me so that I can come back and I know where I'm going, kind of thing. Yeah, the big one at the start is there are clearly areas where you should be able to use a force push of some kind, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, I. I guess I'm going to get force push at some point. So I might as well just like come back to this and like keep it in my memory. Uh, but there's like, there's maze. It's like a maze. All, a lot of these levels where there's multiple ways you can get in. There are ways that you can like unlock secret exits. That'll help you go back again the second time to get other things. It's like, it's really well put together. Like the level design is quite good. Yeah. It's, um, I, I've, I've used this to describe other games before, but it's a, it's basically, it's a, a, a 3d Metroidvania. Uh, it's very kind much of, based yeah. on like the exploration and you get to some places like, okay, I can't do anything with this until I get like the required power that I need to get through so it's it. it's Darksiders. Yeah, yeah. It's very Darksiders-esque. Um, and uh, the, the, it's just done so well. Like I, I'm, I'm constantly feeling um, the, like the appropriate amount of success, yeah. I would say. Like it does a very good job of rewarding you for like finding hidden off the path areas there's a ton of unlocks in the game for mm-hmm. like I think there's like five different components to your lightsaber that you can customize. Yeah, there's blade color, emitter, switch, sleeve, and hilt. And hilt. Yeah, so you're constantly finding that stuff uh, as well as like different uh, clothing options, poncho uh, options, poncho options, uh, color schemes for your robot, yeah, color BD1. schemes for your um, spaceship, the mantis. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's tons of reward to the game it very does a good job of making it feel like you're achieving something by exploring sometimes a lot of games like it does have exploration but like the payoff doesn't feel like it's appropriately there yeah they did a really good job with this one uh, making it that you actually want to go out and explore yeah i mean granted not all of those payoffs are good like i'm i have not changed my outfit once because like none i don't think the ponchos are any better than the like starting outfit and i found some other color schemes for that outfit i'm just like i don't know none of these are better I've definitely messed with my lightsaber a bunch. Uh, I've gotten a, a bunch of cool things with a lightsaber, and I haven't even touched the color on the robot because, like, I don't care. But, like, it's still cool to unlock it, and some, you know, mileage may vary on that. You may, like, really want the robot to be blue. And, like, okay, there you go. You've unlocked the blue version or whatever. Um, so that's pretty cool. I mean, it's always right there on your back, so you want to have a little bit of a splash of color. I don't even notice them half the time. <laughs> that's back- actually what I was concerned about going into this game. I kept thinking, like... I feel like that robot is going to be so goddamn distracting. No. Like, glowing on his back all the time. But, yeah, it doesn't really, like, show up that much. Uh, the one thing is I usually, like, I tend to turn on the um, subtitles oh, when yeah, I play I a game. So I turn the subtitles on this one. And every single time he beeps, it, like, pops up saying, like, BD-8. Like, says, like, weep whoop. Oh, it doesn't tell you what he says? No, it just oh, says, okay. it just says like, weep whoop. And, like, oh, it's right. kind of thing. And I just, like... Every time, you, and he makes a lot of noise he all does. the time, so there's constantly yeah. just a little subtitle at the bottom of the screen popping yeah. up. Clip glorp. Yeah. Um, no, like, I I don't notice him so much that there'll be times where, like, he'll jump off my back to be like, hey, scan this rock. And, like, I won't notice that he's not on my back anymore. And I'll, like, run, I'll keep walking on the path I was going, and I'll just, like, hear, hey, BD1, get over here. And I'm like, oh, shit, he wasn't with me. What's he want me to look at? <laughs> So like I like I'm glad that I don't notice him because I would have hated to have to constantly be reminded of a little droid on my back when I just want to be a Jedi. Mm. Like that would be a very big pain in the ass for me. Yeah. 
Um, the story so far, it, it's like I mean, it's very subtle, um, and that's a very Souls-like thing. Like, it, it has a lot more than other ones like that. Um, because in the the, I mean, the Dark Souls games, like, barely have any story unless you're like really looking for it, and obviously you have to keep a like a through line. Uh, with this one, but it's good enough that like I kind of want to know what's going on. Yeah. Um, I really like the characters in the game so far. Yeah. I, the main character is kind of he's blah, yeah, and he's... I knew that he was going to be like yeah. I just you know it's whatever. He's the he's the thing that gets me lightsaber combat and Jedi stuff. So fine. Yeah. Um, but I like the crew. I particularly like Grease, the captain of the spaceship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that guy. Uh, a curmudgeon. He reminds me of John Favreau's character from Solo. The little like four armed pilot dude. Oh yeah, yeah. I did kind of think like, didn't they already do this guy at one point? Kinda, but like it's still unique enough where I'm like, it's fun when he talks and he, like he doesn't want to do anything. He's just like, why would I do that? That seems like it's gonna be hard work. Can I just stay on the ship? And you're like, fine, stay on the ship. Yeah, like, you lazy bastard. Yeah, mm-hmm. he just doesn't want to get into any kerfuffles, mm-hmm. which is fine. Uh, but like all in all, yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying the game a lot. Yeah, uh, there are some like flaws to the game, but the they're not like game killing no. flaws. Um, and I'm hoping maybe like they'll patch it through and make the controls a little bit more tighter. Yeah. Um, now, which difficulty are you playing on? Because there's four, and they each have like what I liked at the outset is you pick your difficulty and it tells you like what it is about this one. So like the easiest one is if you just want to go for the story, you get. Uh, the most amount of parry time that you can possibly get, like you get the least amount of damage taken. Like it tells you exactly what it means with these little meters. So like, as you go down into like Jedi master difficulty, which is your parry time is very short. And if you get hit, you just get walloped. So I like the fact that it has those, which one did you go with? Uh, I just went with the one that like the, the base default one, the yeah. default one, that the second on. one down. Yeah, 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 that's what I did. Too. I considered going for the hard one just because I was thinking like if this is a Souls type game, like, yeah, it might be too easy for you. Well, like they're meant to be hard. Yeah, like the point of those is the challenge kind of thing. But, what it even says like that one says for like what was it action melee combat beginners, and mm-hmm. I'm like okay, well I've I mean I played Demon Souls however many years ago it came out. I, it's not really my genre, but for someone who like you who plays nothing but Souls like games, uh, for stretches at a time, maybe that one might feel a little bit. Tight. But like, given how there's a little bit of leeway in the controls, it's probably good that you did. Well, yeah, actually, um, so I like I went with that one, um, just the like the default starter one, mm-hmm. and even then, I still kind of feel it being pretty difficult sometimes. Yeah. The, the, um, the fighting in the game can be really fucking challenging, especially if you're getting like ganged up on by people. Yeah. Um, and, and they can block lightsaber hits. Like obviously if there's a, a guy who just has a gun, like it take them out. No problem. Yeah. You can, you can like one shot, uh, most standard stormtroopers. Yeah. But yeah, when you come across a guy with like the stun baton thing, yeah, they, that they can, can give block. you a little bit more challenge. Yeah. Um, especially on the planet, the Darth Maul homeworld. Dathomir. Yeah. Dathomir. Dathomir. Yeah. Uh, some of the guys in that one, can be pretty fucking tough mm-hmm. um but yeah uh, like it, it's challenging enough maybe i'll go back and play it again on a harder difficulty just yeah. to give it, like the challenge i didn't look at any of the trophies but i'm sure beating it on the hard difficulty is one of them i'm sure um and uh eh, eh, I, like it seems like it's a appropriately a challenging enough game so it feels like it is in line kind of with the dark soulsian yeah uh motif mm-hmm. i would say even on like the base difficulty yeah 
But like, like I, the fact that they paired that, because if it was just that and I walked around and did that kind of combat, I don't know that I'd be super jazzed about it. But the fact that it does have that exploration and the Uncharted, you know, platforming and the 3D puzzle me- solving. Yeah, exactly. Um, really opens it up a lot more to being a multi-genre type of game. Uh, and I saw a lot of reviews that were like, it doesn't reinvent the wheel in any of these, but it throws Star Wars on it. And so, like, nine. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, yeah. Like, I like all those other genres. So if you mix them all together and slap a Star Wars paint job on it, like, I'm pretty excited about that. Mm-hmm. It was like last year with Spider-Man, where that didn't reinvent the wheel for any kind no. of genre. But it put Spider-Man on it. So, like, right. game of the year, please. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, Joe, one thing I do want to ask was it a good decision for me? Cause I talked about this last week to not have played Sekiro or anything like that going into it. Do you um, think that would have messed me up at all or it wouldn't have mattered that much? Cause they're different enough. It is trying to be Sekiro. It's just not doing it very well. Yeah. Like it definitely has some element of the like, uh, necessity of parrying and blocking attacks and like taking different styles, mm-hmm. but it does not do it nearly as good as Sekiro does. Okay. Sekiro is, like I said, with from games and those kind of games, pinpoint precision kind of thing. Yeah, and um, I, I like honestly, it might have helped you be a little bit more responsive kind of thing. But I feel like uh, you would probably end up more frustrated. Okay, because so, that's what I'm saying. Like I played that, and like I can see that it's trying to be Sekiro, but yeah. it's not doing it well, and it's making me a little frustrated in terms of. How like going back to the controls in the beginning, yeah. where I'm just kind of like going, I knew I dodged that because I I said this when we were talking about Sekiro back when it first when we were talking about it on the show. Yeah. Um, in Sekiro, when you die, when you fuck up, you say that was my fault. You can you like you know yeah you fucked up. You didn't hit the right button. Right. You didn't respond the right time. This is and very this much, one is very yeah. much saying like. Fucking camera angle got me yeah. there. Uh, fucking, like, he didn't roll the right way that I wanted him yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. He didn't I attack fast enough. Definitely hit block. Definitely, you know, mm-hmm. definitely tried to repel that grenade away. Like, yeah, this is I don't bullshit. know why that reflection didn't work kind of thing. Exactly. So, okay. Um, you would probably be a little bit more frustrated with it if you had just recently played Sekiro beforehand. Gotcha. It's been a year since I played Sekiro. Uh, like no, it's like it. six months. Did it just come out in, like, April? April. Yeah, yeah. I still want to try to play it before we get to like game of the year discussions and stuff. So it might even be better that I play this wonkier one, so to speak, and then go to the precision like good version. Of yeah, it might actually combat. benefit you even more because yeah. at least you'll kind of have some semblance of what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, yeah, like the controls—they're the only thing that's really the major flaw of the game. Everything else is fine. It's very good. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I can't wait to go back and play more. So we're just going to wrap the show up now so I can go do that. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we're not. We're going to talk about the other games that you guys bought this week, which Joe already laid out. You guys got Pokemon. Have you started catching them all yet? Or, the, you know, their version Majority of them of, all. Yeah. <laughs> Have you started catching, like... A fifth of them. Yeah, yeah. like, you know, like, two-thirds of them. Or Gotta catch a them. small chunk. <laughs> that's that's catchy. I like yeah. that one, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, how's it going? How's the mom? Uh, John, uh, you take the lead on this one. I don't know. I like it a lot. You were not super taken with it, but I, I, I gauge a game by like how good it is by the passage of time, like that you play it. So like I sat down and played it this morning, and then like looked at the clock, and I was like, oh, three and a half hours have gone by. Yeah, yeah. That is that's usually a good marker for like, yeah, I wasn't even paying attention to like how long I've been sitting. And here. Pokemon games are definitely good for that. Yeah. yeah. 
Now, which one did you buy again? You bought... I bought uh, Shield. Shield, yeah. And you I bought, bought Sword. Oh, you bought both. Pack. But you've been playing Sword? Uh, yeah, I've been playing Sword. Okay, I figured gotcha. I might as well do that if John was getting that. Yeah, so I just I, want to see... What... I texted John. I was like, what one did you buy? And John was like, what started did you get? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So we got to make sure we don't cross uh, streams on this no. thing here. That's the kind of friends you guys are now that you play the same... Well, now technically you're playing different games, but you play the same, the same game. game. You talk to each other about it. Yeah, coordinate starters, such good friends. Mm. I was so excited for it that like I got it from Amazon and didn't know when it was going to show up. So I left work at like two thirty, drove to Target and got a copy at Target. The guy at the Target kind of like griefed me about not getting the the dual pack because like these are these are like locked in cases, so you have to go like get an employee to unlock the cases for you. So I was like, hey, can I get a game? And he's like, yeah, what are you Pokemon? And I was like, yeah, you got it. And he's like, double pack. And I was like, no, just Shield. And he's like. Well, oh. I guess you weren't a real fan. Yeah. Oh, you must be one of those lame people. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, just just, just shield, please. Uh, and then I got home and played it for an hour, and then it showed up in the mail. I actually did the same thing with Star Wars. Uh, I had it on, pre-ordered on Amazon, and I was like, but I know I'm going to like... I was thinking more that PlayStation games take forever to install, and I was like... Uh, Star Wars didn't. It did not. It no. very much surprised me. Very quick. Everything else takes forever to install, but yeah. I was like, I know it's going to take forever to install, Um so I was like, well, I'll just go pick it up at Best Buy in the morning, start installing it, go to work, and then when I come home, it'll be ready to go, as opposed to like putting it at 10.30 at night and yeah. having it take forever. Uh, but yeah, it, it actually installed like really fast. Really quick. Um, but yeah, I did that with that one as well. So I had the same kind of experience as you. Yeah, and then I just had to go return it at Target yesterday or whatever, the day after it came out. Um, but I, I was like, thinking the same thing about my my copy of Pokemon because I had ordered online from Target. Yeah. And I was like, uh, it's, I know it's not going to like show up. At first, I didn't think it was going to show up until like Monday because it yeah. said it, it like it said ships on release date on the thing, uh, but it actually ended up showing up like at nine o'clock on Friday morning. So I was oh, like, wow. all right, sweet. Oh, you got yours way before. Oh, you must get your mail early or something. Yeah, well, and, like, uh, it came my... from like. FedEx or something oh, wow. like that. Oh, yeah. So that's fast. His was UPS, so it didn't come till like 5.30, 6 o'clock. Mm. But I was like watching it the whole time at work, so I was like, yeah. do I have to go to the mall today? I kept checking the door. Like I kept opening <laughs> the door. Is there anything there? Is there anything there? No? Okay. Um, but they also have like a, a Pokemon like app where you get like your um, promo items and stuff like that. And yeah. They had like a, a Mewtwo that you could have gotten from Walmart. I got there and it was too late. Um, or from Best Buy, and then like an outfit you got at Walmart, and it didn't start until Saturday. I was like, son of a bitch. So I went to the mall for nothing. Yeah, I thought that was weird. The game came out on Friday, but that promo at Walmart didn't start till Saturday. Yeah, I which weird. I didn't get it either. It's like a orange, like outfit and hat or something like that. And the Mewtwo was only for Let's Go, right? It wasn't yeah, for Sword and Shield. No, but you can still transfer your stuff from Let's Go to to Sword and Shield. But um, you can also get a Mewtwo in the end of the game. I mean, it's just yellow. Uh, but so. Mewtwo's not in Sword and Shield. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's not. Yeah, only Mew was in. That's so right. you wouldn't have been able to get it anyways. Well, that's a good thing I didn't yeah. have it. Um, so I played like the first hour and a half or so on Friday, but we had the, the Mandalorian to watch. So I watched that and then I went up and played a little bit more and just like made my character and got past the opening and everything. Um, but then today I played like f- almost four hours in mm-hmm. one sitting. Got to the, like the wild zone, which is like the big open world. Yeah. Um, that you can walk around in. And it's cool because you can like control your camera, which was never a thing you could do in Pokemon games before. So now it's like I'm playing they open really world threw Pokemon me game. Off when, they, when I started doing that, I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah. They didn't even have that with obviously like the new 3DS had the little nub that you can no. use for a no, camera. No, it's always or... fixed camera angles huh. in all the areas. Cool. Yeah. So the the wild area or whatever it's called, wild, wild zone, wild zone is kind of weird because it's like a giant open area, but like 
things are still tiered so like the beginning section of it is like pokemon that you can readily and easily catch but mm-hmm. then there's like ones that are walking around not in the grass and those you you can't even fight them like you can try and fight them and like a lot of them just say like oh your attacks do nothing yeah they're usually an involved form of one of the, like the low level ones that you can find yeah. in the grass so it's kind of thing where like if you see something that you recognize as clearly an evolved form Pokemon, then you're like, okay, that one's going to be a little bit tougher. It's not always the time. First one I saw was like an Onyx, and I was like, oh, cool, an Onyx. That's like a low-level starter area kind of Pokemon in the other games. And I like ran up to it, and I was like, oh, no, he's level 36. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit, my guys are all level like 12. <laughs> yeah. You run can't away. even run away from him either. You have to use a Pokedoll to get away I've, from him. I've never had a problem running away from him. Oh, yeah. Every time I go to him, it says, like, you've reached, like, a, a highly leveled or something like that, or, yeah. you know, highly skilled version of it. Well, just the God of Video Games, you have to remember that. So oh, you yeah, just run away right. from everything. Well, I mean, that's kind of one of the complaints I have about the game is I feel here, like here it comes yeah, here we this, go I knew this was gonna oh my god I knew it was gonna go, go into this uh, what are we we're a half an hour into this episode and here comes he's the... already bragging about how good he is uh, and how like, games are just easy alright get it over with they just Joe. play themselves he just puts them in and watches them play because he's so this so game is easy good. the game just plays itself you just kind of put it in and you watch it go you know but no, it's it's true. Like no, I've heard that complaint online. It like, is just not. It is super duper casualized. I like the game. I'm still having fun with the game. But as somebody that started playing Pokemon 25 years ago with Pokemon Blue, yeah, like it just feels like they have re- removed all the challenge from the game. Yeah. Uh, John, it sounds like John's having a little bit harder time for it, so I don't know if the oh games for God. some reason is just like scaled for you to be a little bit more difficult. No, it's because I'm not the god of gaming. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Can you believe the game, just, the game just realizes how good I am. It just it's shutting itself off. Because I, I want to pause on this because did you did I, did everybody hear that? If you didn't, you can rewind. Joe was like, "It's easy." I'm like, "Yeah, I've heard that online." He's like, "But not for John." Like, are you serious, man? Come on, well, your I mean, head is we so were, big yeah, right just, now. Yeah, just fucking throw it out there. <laughs> I mean, you were you were the one saying that you have a hard time getting away from Pokemon. I've never had a hard time getting away from Pokemon. God. Well, you're also further in the game than I am. No, I'm the same part you are, pretty much. No, you went up into the town. Yeah, after I walked us. up the stairs and then went to the Pokestop and then turned around and walked back. But you have like a, an extra thing that I don't have. Like yeah, the... it's gonna take you thirty seconds to do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm not like super far ahead of you. But I'm, I, I'm I've more, gone further. I'm more in... leveled up than you are. But I've gone further in the Wildlands than you have. Though. You have, yes. And that's why I, it's harder because I didn't realize that like the further you go, the harder they get. So like I'm getting stuff that's like level twenty six, and all my stuff isn't you know fifteen to eighteen range. Um, and you can't run away from them if they're 10 levels higher than you or something like that. Oh, I, I don't remember right. what the exact gamut is. That's uh, never been a criteria in previous Pokemon game, right? You no. can always just try. Well, you can always try because everything's random. This time, things aren't random. The, like, the grass that you walk through yeah. uh, has Pokemon walking around in it. And if you walk slow enough, they won't notice you. Um, so you can get away from stuff pretty easily and then or just not walk through the grass or uh, grassy areas and then there's like bigger ones that are walking through the non-grassy areas mm-hmm. and those are the ones that are going to be like you can't fight or battle them or gotcha. you know catch them or anything like that but then we the raids are new so in the wildlands there's like these like wells pretty much that have a light that shoot up into the sky and you can go in and raid them uh like pokemon go which is you know four people against one giant pokemon and then after you beat it you have the chance to catch it um and you can play this online, or you can just play with three random computer people, and the mm-hmm. computer people are awful. Like, 
I've done a bunch of raids already. Anytime I find one, I just try it. Um, and like one of the times was somebody put in a magic arb. And I was just like, great. You you went to a raid with you know the, one Pokemon that one is, of the hardest Pokemon in the world, and you brought something that just does splash. The the epitome of the most useless. I think even in its like uh, thing, it says like this Pokemon is useless, mm. <laughs> and it's a, a Dex like inf- info thing. Or yeah, whatever. Pokedex info. So that one made the cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, because it turns into Gyarados. Tragic. Um, yeah, you gotta level it up if you want to turn into the Gyarados. Yeah, mm. um, but the the raids are cool. I don't like that you don't know what you're raiding against before you go in. And you've only done one raid. I just did the one with you. Yeah, so Joe and I tried uh, the online thing, which I didn't try when I was at my... I was at my parents' house this weekend, so I didn't get to play online. Um, it was just too bothersome to ask for their yeah. random password for their Wi-Fi. Yeah, C, G, uppercase, L. Yeah. yeah no. Um, How'd you know mine? Oh, because I've been to your house. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, remove that from the episode <laughs> no uh but the if you play online like people are walking around it's like an mmo so like you have other players that are also online just perusing this wild area that's and pretty then cool anytime you go up to the raids you can either invite other people or you just hit the like communications button and there's a list of people that are nearby that also want to do raids at the same time which is super awesome yeah that's really cool and so joe and i did one raid and there's some pokemon that you can get if you played let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee, you get a Pikachu and an Eevee that Dynamax, which, like, they, they turn in the big form, but they are, like, an exclusive version of that, so, like, they, uh, like, the Eevee has, like, giant fur around her, or him, um, and then they have exclusive moods, moves that are only available for those, and then, Joe, those, the Pikachu and the Eevee that you get also have perfect nature stats, oh. um, and they'll never evolve, so you don't have to yeah. worry about them turning into Raichu or, I mean any of the other EV evolutions and stuff. Um, but those are, that's a cool thing when you see your Pokemon turn giant and do whatever move it is against other giant thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the controller vibrates and stuff too, which is obviously not a thing that's been in Pokemon games before. Mm, yeah, good point. Um, so I'm enjoying it and like I'm, I've got the catch them all mentality going on. Anytime I see something new, I'm like, I want to catch this thing so fast. Um, <laughs> I always have a difficulty with one of the rabbit ones because one of its moves just increases its speed over and over again, and I would hit it once, and then it would just do that over and over again, and I would throw a Pokeball on it, and the second I throw a Pokeball on it, it would just hop out. It's like, you son of a bitch. But Joe, you know, catches it just by looking at it, because he's the... I've, I've, I've always caught every Pokemon in the first try in this one so far. Yeah, you just, as a trainer, you just put the ball down, and it just gets in They there. climb inside yeah. the ball. And so, yeah, sorry, they just sir, look at sir, it, and they're like, oh it's, oh, it's Joe, yeah, sorry, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll come with you. There's a there's also a Pokemon that's like a, a corgi pretty much, um, Yamper, uh, Yamper, and uh, it's like got a special nature which Joe has never seen because he's so good. Uh, if you try and catch a Pokemon and you fail, uh, Yamper will go and get the Pokeball. Oh, see, you missed out on that really cute moment in the game. Yeah, it's just like it's just like you know Yamper retired the ball. You're oh. like, oh, that's nice. And so then it's just a what carried a item, boy. so you don't lose the Pokeball. <laughs> He's a good boy. He's good he's boy. definitely going to be on my team for the whole game because yeah. he's just adorable. Such a good boy. Um, but I'm liking it a lot. It's it is a little like simplified. Um, in the other Pokemon games, you have it, uh, an item called Experience Share that if you give it to the top Pokemon, it'll share the experience for every um, you know battle or whatever. Well, yeah. in the in With the, the earlier ones, it was 
you get the experience share, and then you get the experience all later on. So experience oh, yeah, share, right. experience share, which is one, yeah, so one Pokemon. You would in the original games, whatever your Pokemon that actually engages in the fight is the only ones that got experience, and yeah. then you got something called experience share, which you could put it on a Pokemon, and it would also let that one gain experience. That singular too. one. And then towards the end of the game, you would get a thing called the experience all, which gave experience to all of your Pokemon. Yeah. But it was divided, so like the experience share cut yeah. your in half, and then it would cut into six, but it would give it to everybody. Uh, and this one, it just gives everybody, uh, initially, right off the bat, all your Pokemon on your team get experience. Is it, like, tiered, where it's, like, if you're a lower, like, level Pokemon, are you getting less experience? Like, no. Or, no, like, the order say. of them in your, like, call no. sheet, it's just equal to everybody? Uh, it's the one that's battling gets the most, obviously. Yeah. And I think it's, like, you a third is divvied up against the, the bottom three. Gotcha. Um, so, like, it does make it easier that way. But also, like, I mean that's not a bad thing like you're gonna get the item eventually like i'm glad that my stuff is now leveling up faster so i don't have to like slog through it and that was the excuse that they gave is in like the other ones that everyone always had that on all the time anyways so yeah they just gave it to you from the start um and in the earlier well not the early like the like sun and moon and like ultra sun and ultra moon they gave you the experience all like right towards the beginning of the game not initially right off the bat but like after the second uh gym battle or something they gave it to you so you got it like pretty early on in the game um but uh yeah and like the early ones it took you a lot longer uh, so yeah you just get it right off the bat in this one yeah you can also uh, access your pokemon box anywhere which usually you'd have to go to pokemon center to access the computer to get yeah. So that's why, like the 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 your six are divvied up. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, and then um, you can also uh, forget moves and learn moves. So like, if one Pokemon evolves, you get new moves that you can learn from them. Um, you can also, I mean, you can only have four active moves, so you have to forget one of them to learn a new one. Mm -hmm. And in the other games, there's always one person that did it, but he was, like, further on in the game that would let you relearn moves for Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. sometimes it wasn't until you got to, like, Victory Road. And yeah, stuff. so it was, like, super far off, and I think you had to pay him. This you, had time, to, you had to give him, like, special items. Yeah. You had to find, like, the heart scales or whatever kind of thing. Yeah. You would only do it if you got those. So it was a very limited amount of, like, moves that you could change out. Mm -hmm. um, so you had to, like, be absolutely sure what you wanted to do. But now this there's a dude just in the, the um, Pokemon Center. Pokemon Center that'll that'll do it for you for I, I don't know if it's free, but he'll do it for anyone at any time. Um, but they also have a camp option, which is in the wild zone where you can like set up a camp, and then I guess other players can join. But I haven't played online, so I didn't know that you could. I haven't seen anybody other's camps yet. But your six Pokemon that you have will be like walking around. You can interact and play with them you throw a little pokeball and they'll bring him back and you can talk to them and um it increases their stats and then they have like a curry making mini game mm -hmm. that you put pokemon berries and other food items into a thing and you like you know use a fan to light the fire and then you have to stir it around and then you gotta add love to it at the end are um, these all motion control based things they are but they don't need to be like gotcha. i was playing it handheld um the like throwing the ball for the pokemon is much easier if you just you can just pull off the controller um, and keep the other one attached, and that one's motion control. Oh, cool! Um, and it even says like, pull off your Joy-Con if you want to like, you know, control it easier. And I was like, oh, all right. And it doesn't. It it's flawless and seamless. So yeah, I was still doing it with my Switch Lite. You're just throwing your Switch Lite. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I ripped the side out off and I was shaking around. Wave it around. It's not yeah. working anymore. That's cool that it still lets you do it motion control. 
even with the Switch Lite. Is that right? Is that what you're no, saying? No, there's no motion controls on the Switch Lite. Uh, it, no, I mean, not motion controls, but it has the, like the gyro like, sensor. The gyroscope. Yeah, so you're still, yeah, so you're yeah, still you tilting. Still, like, move the, it around, like, yeah. tilt it and stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah. That's not a like, functionality lost on you just for having the other console. Mm-hmm. So I played around with that a little bit because it does give your Pokemon a little experience. Yeah. Um, and, like, you get closer to the other Pokemon. Like, the other Pokemons have natures to the ones that are in your party. I don't necessarily know what they do, but, like, at one point, I, like, pulled up one that I had, I had just caught, and he was in my team, and he was, like, off in the corner, and, like, you can talk to the Pokemon, and it says, like, you know, so-and-so is a little, you know, wary of the Groki you just caught, or whatever the thing I yeah. just caught, um, but then, like, I just, like, waved the little cat nip thing, and it came over, and it was all happy, um, so I'm, I'm liking it a lot, I'm, I will obviously keep playing it, and it's one of those things that, like, now I just want to go and play Pokemon. <laughs> All right, well, then we'll wrap the episode up now, so that way everybody can get back yeah, to the games. Yeah, everybody can just get back to the games. Um, any other thoughts on Pokemon, Joe, that aren't a humble brag or a deadpan uh, dig at John? <laughs> uh, no, uh, like, I am enjoying the game. I do enjoy the, like, catch-em-all aspect of the game, yeah. that, uh, of any Pokemon game. So I am having fun, like, catching the Pokemon, like, trying to design my perfect team and all that setup. Um, but, yeah, I'm just... I'm, it just feels so incredibly simplified and like casualized that there are parts that are like, like where's the challenge in this? And, you know, like I said, I've been playing them since Pokemon blue and, uh, you know, back then I was 11 when that came out, you know? And I'm like, this wasn't hard for me as a little kid. Like, well, games were harder in general back then, and they were still for kids. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Aladdin like, and the Lion King on Genesis are the hardest games of you know that anyone played as a kid, and yet those are you know kids' games. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of what I'm thinking. I was like, I was 11 when I played Pokemon Blue. I didn't feel like I was having a hard time playing it. So, like, looking at this, and I'm like, man, if this was like your first one, it's is it just that kids these days are just like not capable of handling hard games like why does it need to be this simplified I, if it was i could understand if they were like yeah we want to make it like better for kids but i was a kid when i played the other ones and i didn't have a hard time for it so yeah. like i kind of wish that it had a little bit more challenge to it uh, like i haven't really had any difficulty in the game so far and uh, you know like i said like I, i've caught every single pokemon i've ever caught in the game on the first try um i haven't like felt any part where i'm like felt like my pokemon were gonna die i'm not trying to humble brag <laughs> you've also played these games before imagine if this is someone's first pokemon they don't know all the nuances of like that kind of stuff i, I that was me 11 25 years ago when i was 11 and i still had no hard time playing it yeah see that's the thing like how much of it is do you how much do you remember accurately of how difficult it may or may not have been as a kid versus like now that you've grown up with it and you know the ins and outs, I don't, I don't know. I had there's no franchise I've been playing for 25 years that has that kind of like Mario. Like I've been playing Mario, but those are always just Mario. Like Zelda's are always the same kind of level of difficulty for the most part, I guess. Mario Kart's, I guess, a little easier with you know some of the things they've changed. But I haven't played an RPG for that long to be able to know how much it's dumbed down or not. Yeah. Or how much I misremember like my frustrations of playing it as a kid or not. 
I mean, and this is something that, like, I, I've noticed gradually with every subsequent generation of the game where I'm just like, this one feels a lot easier than the last one. Oh, this one feels even easier than the last yeah. one. And this one feels even easier than the last one. So, like, this one just feels way too simplified um, in terms of the, like, gameplay kind of thing. I'm still enjoying the gameplay mechanics of, the like I said, the catching the Pokemon. Um, I, I like how, like, the story is a little bit different in this one because, I mean, the Pokemon games have always had the same story, essentially, every mm -hmm. time. It's just with a different, like team rocket essentially yeah um so this one it, it does do things a little bit differently and um i mean not massively but enough where i'm like all right this at least feels a little bit fresher mm -hmm. um one of the things that i would would have actually liked them to have done would be um some modicum of voice acting in the game not for like everything but just at this point on a like a new yeah. New generation of systems, not just that. Like it, it's also the first one that's actually like on a TV. Really, yeah. Technically, home console. Yeah. I read. Yeah. Uh, I read an interview with the uh, like creator of the game from Game Freaks about that, and he said that like they have the capabilities to do that, but it's launching day one in like thirteen different languages. All the Pokemon are named different things in different languages, um, and they they've never been voice acted before, so they didn't really want to try. Well, I, the only reason that I, I would really have liked it to have been in this one, not necessarily just because it's on a new system, is because of the fact that this one is, like, British in theme. You want those accents? Well, it, it's <laughs> the thing that, that's weird is that, like, the characters talk in an accent in text that comes across weird when oh, you're not fun. hearing it. Yeah. So, like, they're talking in a Cockney accent, but, like, you're just kind of reading it going, like, why are they talking weird? <laughs> like, yeah. why are they, like, leaving certain parts of their words off kind of thing? And it's the kind of thing where, like, if if you were hearing them say it, you'd be like, oh, I recognize that they're just talking in yeah. a Cockney British accent. But just reading a Cockney British accent without, like, really the, the cue of it comes across as weird in a video game. Because I'm just kind of like, oh, they're, like, saying things bizarrely. Yeah. But again, it's only in English. True. Yeah, I get that. But There's, you know, whatever nine other languages that is in the game. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if, like, how you translate British into Japanese, like, British colloquialisms into Japanese. I'm not sure how you do it, but it does come across as, like, um, a bizarre choice. I would almost wish that they just didn't bother doing that accent stuff in the game just because of the fact that it doesn't come across properly. Uh, but it's, it's, it's like a minor complaint really, but it's just when the game started up and like, it starts off with a guy giving a speech about Pokemon and like, he's just, it's silent as he's saying it yeah. and it's, he's like moving his mouth kind of thing, but right. it's just silent. I was kind of like, oh, come on. Like, I, I like, honestly, I would have even mind, wouldn't have mind if it was like a, a nonsense noise kind of thing or like, wah, 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 like as he was talking. Just, yeah. So it wasn't just watching a guy silently stand there and talk to nothing. Did you... You you had Pikachu in your team, right? The the one from Let's Go Pikachu. Uh yeah. Um, did you notice that um, Pikachu and Eevee are like voice acted by something, and then the rest of them are just yeah like, they're, they're, they're or yeah whatever. It's, it's the actually the like the woman that does the Pikachu voice. And yeah, yeah. They they did that in the last ones also. Uh, in the Sun and Moon, this like Sun and Moon franchise, so, like you would go through and they would just like make a cheap like a chirping noise, right. but then it would be like Pikachu. Saying Pikachu. Yeah, and then Eevee. And Eevee going Eevee. Well, and then it, it would be like, chirp, 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 Yeah, it is weird. Like, I know why they did that, but 
it is weird that those are the only ones that like, right. get an actual attention to detail. Yeah, like Malice doesn't even have one. Malice like speaks, you know, whatever language is English. That. Well, that's just that Meowth. Yeah, there that's, are that's tons true. of other Meowths out there. Yeah, he he took Dumb the time ones. and watched a lot of movies to learn English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smart man. Mm-hmm. He's a he's really a, put in the work. Pikachu, mm-hmm. or I mean, uh, he's a Pokemon. He's not a. Cat. Oh, there was another thing about the the opening uh, part where I was talking about with like the guy talking, and there's yeah. one thing that I always kind of like boggles my mind every time they say it is he's like. Our world is great thanks to these mysterious creatures that we know so little about, Pokemon. And I'm like, Pokemon have existed since the dawn of time in their universe. Like, yeah, we have and at least the last 25 years. We have little uh, computers that we give to children to figure out what they are. Yeah, well, it's just the fact that he's like these mysterious creatures. I'd be like, this mysterious creature, a dog. <laughs> a what? We know nothing of dogs. Canine. They're just such a mystery to us. Huh? Dog, you say? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Very yeah, nice. they're they're small, kind of. Or sometimes they're big. Oh, that's that thing President Trump invented furry. like a couple weeks ago, right? Dogs. Oh yeah, hot, yeah, yeah. Hot dogs. No, he, they're like there you was the, to the 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 canine the who like dog. yeah the canine like army dog. They're like these wonderful the one that canines. Blew up the leader of ISIS. Yeah, he's like these wonderful canines. I like to call them dogs, and everyone's like. Yeah, you and everyone else, you nut. No, I always <laughs> called them canines until then. Yeah, Come here, exactly. canine. Yeah, so he invented the word dog. Great. There you go. Even though they've existed since the movie Alpha and Omega taught us that a man could tame a wolf and make him a dog. Alpha. That's true. Alpha and Omega was. Oh the, wait, no, there was an Alpha and Omega movie. That was also. the Disney yeah. movie. That was, yeah, that was the animated. That was the one. animated Disney one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. So yeah, Pokemon overall positive. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, I mean, I am enjoying it. I just—it's too easy for Joe. Mm-hmm. He's the god of video games. I just wish it was a little bit yeah. less casualized. Yeah, I do. Do you think that they can fix that for future iterations by making a difficulty setting, as opposed There's to just never been a difficulty? Setting I know, but at this point, for, like, and you've now got players who have been playing for twenty-five years. Don't you think you could give them the option to scale it up a little bit? You I know, don't know. It, the problem is that Pokemon is kind of such a um, a social yeah. game uh, in terms of like the big thing is about trading and battling and all that kind of stuff so I don't know if you change the difficulty like screw around with difficulty settings if that would give certain players advantages and disadvantages in terms of that I guess but... so I don't I mean that's just a theory like it would be nicer if it had that yeah. like if, if you could turn the experience all off yeah, um, stuff like that, where there's like things that give you. You can help. make it a little bit harder to catch Pokemon. Where, yeah. you know, like oh, you need to you know have them be in the red to catch them, as opposed to like being just only half like healed. Yeah, maybe not a difficulty per se, but something at the beginning that was like, "Is this your first Pokemon game? Cool, you're gonna get share all right off the bat." And if you say no, I've been playing since Blue, they say, "Oh, okay, well then, you know, you don't get as much stuff to start." Yeah, something yeah. like that might have been uh, appreciated at that point. Gotcha. This one does have like a dialogue option though, which it was nice. Where it was just like, "Do you know stuff about Pokemon?" And like you can say no, and it'll explain like the the ground basis. I'm sure. I was just like yes, and she was like, "Okay, good." Yeah. Like moving on, and then if you, I'm not an idiot. Yeah. The like your rival picks whatever your the disadvantage is. So like I chose the water one, and he chose the the fire one. And the second you hit him with a like a water attack, it you know it's, it's super effective. He's like, oh, so you know about the type advantage? So I was like, yes, 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 I do. Yeah. He's like, okay, I want to explain it to you. I'm like, thanks, man. <laughs> that was weird because in other Pokemon games, it does the opposite. Yeah, it he always the harder uses, one. He always picks the yeah the like the counter one to you. 
So if you pick, you know, the, the disadvantage. Yeah, if you pick the grass advantage. type, he'll pick the fire type because it has the higher advantage to you. Mm. Um, but then the the brother picks that one, so I have a feeling he's going to be the real rival. The real rival in the end. Yeah. Hmm. There you go. All right. Uh, well, that'll do it for what we've been playing. So we'll jump now into the lightning round, not lightning round for this week, uh, where we're starting things off talking about Xbox because they uh, they had their now annual second third annual. Uh, Xbox. I honestly, XO. I didn't even know this was happening until it was over. No, same. I didn't either. I was like in, at work, and I was just like, "Oh, there's a bunch of Xbox news. I wonder why." And then at the top, it said like XO just happened. And I was like, "Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah." I thought the same thing. I looked at the news, and I was just like, "Damn, there was a ton of Xbox announcements for some reason." Yeah, it was. It was one of those things where, like, in the middle of the day, I just like hopped online, and it was one of those things like. You know, we're live tweeting the, you know, Xbox XO 2019. I'm like, wow, I did not. Normally I see 15 articles on every website in the days leading up to like uh, a state of play or a Nintendo Direct or um, what's the PlayStation one at the end? PlayStation Now? No, that's the, no. What's the thing they always do at Christmas time that just is blanking me right now. But that one that they do uh, at the end of the year. Yeah. I really can't think of it. But I, like, I don't even know what you're talking about. The PlayStation only conference that they do, they didn't do one last year, but the previous oh, December's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why can't I think of I it? I can't think of it either. Um, but whatever that one is, uh, they normally I see that leading up to it, crickets about this Xbox one. I mean, it might just be that, like, I mean, we're essentially just all PlayStation guys now, so we weren't paying attention. I but guess. like, even on news websites, you would usually see something of like where to watch the new like conferences coming into this. Yeah. I didn't see any of those either. Um, so yeah, so there was a whole bunch of announcements, uh, new games coming, old games coming to this platform for the first time. Joe, you've got the list. Why don't you uh, take us through the big items? Uh, well, I mean, like the the biggest stuff that was announced um, would be yeah. There's a lot of uh, formerly PlayStation exclusives coming to the Xbox. PSX. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just had to interject that before my brain exploded. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a lot of uh, formerly P- uh, PlayStation exclusives coming to the Xbox. Uh, that was the big thing. Um, and it, uh, it seems more like Xbox trying to like regain ground of saying hey you know all that stuff that like you normally would have to have a playstation for mm-hmm. you can buy ours now and, and play on those Woo! a little bit late to the party for a lot of these hey i mean if that's the only system that you got yeah um so the the biggest ones were uh the yakuza games are now coming to the xbox uh which were traditionally always on playstation systems mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um it's not all of them uh, as of right now it's just yakuza 0 kwame and kwame 2 are coming yeah which uh, makes so sense not like yakuza 6 which was the newest one no. kiwami kwame 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 um that's it uh and i believe yakuza 7 they announced that yakuza 7 will be coming to xbox when it eventually launches which i was that even announced yet like in general, yeah, or is this seven? Yeah, yeah, that's the one that's the RPG we talked about it before. Okay, I yeah, just didn't. Yeah, I yeah, didn't remember if that was RPG. Yeah, I didn't remember if that was called Yakuza Seven. It's, or it's not in America. Yakuza, like a J, or like oh, a that's what it was. Yeah, yeah like okay. a dragon here, and it's gotcha. called Yakuza Seven, like RPG or something. Cool. Like that. I know there's something wonky about it, so I was like, did, is that a thing that's official? Yeah. Um. So yeah, those are the, the those are the kind of the biggest, more shocking things because those have always been very much a PlayStation like staple. Weren't they even in, wasn't like uh, uh, the main guy in one of like the PlayStation only racing game things as well at one point? Beats me. Yeah, I feel like he was in one of those. Um, uh, otherwise, the 
old Kingdom Hearts games will be coming to the Xbox for the first time. Kingdom okay. Hearts 3 had already been on Xbox, yep. but you could not play any of the older ones. Those are always relegated to either Nintendo or um, PlayStation systems. Uh, so the uh, Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and 2.5 remixes will be coming to the Xbox, uh, which I was surprised it took this long. I just kind of assumed when uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 got announced as coming that they would just put those out then as like a get ready for these before yeah. they come out. Yeah, story so far. Yeah, 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 the, the story so far collection. Nope. Uh, nope, uh, so those will be coming, uh, and all of the Final Fantasy games are going to be coming to Xbox Games Pass. Oh, that's cool. Uh, well, not all of the Final Fantasy, but all of the like newer Final Fantasies. So the remasters of Final Fantasy 7, 8, 9, 10, 10, 2, um, uh, 12... Sure. 13, 13. Uh, uh, 13.2, I think, was only on PlayStation. 13.1 oh, was? I don't 13 remember. always got me confused because there was three 13s. Sure. No, wasn't there just 13, 13.2, 13, and then there was going to be that other 13, but there that was turned like into 13. 15? Versus, which turned into Kingdom Hearts 3. No, there was 13 Lightning's Revenge. Oh. Or Lightning Returns, I think, was the well, third Well, 13 one. Versus was what turned into Kingdom Hearts 3. No, that turned no, into Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy 15. Uh, 15. 15, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I knew it was something. It was the guy that was doing the Kingdom Hearts combat was making that's right, it. That's, that's right. That's the right. Kingdom Hearts like, tie-in. And 14 is going to be on Xbox One as well. Well, that's cool. 14 is the online one? Yeah. Yeah, it's, but that's only on PC and PlayStation right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep, yep. Uh, so that will be coming as well. There you go. It's, uh, pretty, there it's was a pretty a, good deal. Uh, yeah. Uh, especially yeah, if you're a Games Pass person. Yeah, for sure. You're going to get a ton of Final Fantasy to play in the meantime. Uh, there was a bunch of other announcements. Um, a lot of like new game announcements. Uh, we got the look of Obsidian's like first official Xbox exclusive yeah. uh, game, which is a game called Grounded, which is a survival uh, like sandbox RPG. That's where you play as kids. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I don't. I didn't. Definitely like, not Fallout. <laughs> no, yeah, it's very, very different from that. Um, but uh, it, like, it looked pretty interesting. Um, uh, they talked about a bunch of other stuff that had recently been announced, like the um, the, uh, the, uh, the flying one, flight, uh, flight simulator ten. Or 10? oh yeah, yeah, the new whatever the flight simulator is. Ten was on the PC. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, the uh, new um, CFDs content, that kind of stuff. <laughs> that game's still around? Yeah, we yeah. all just shrugged our shoulders. Simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't given up yet. No. I don't know, we might be surprised. There might be a like thriving community. Like People came back to um, that space one. That Destiny? No Man's Sky? <laughs> no Man's Sky, yeah, that one. And Destiny? Yeah. No, Destiny was always popular. It waned a little bit. But people, people learned. Destiny like, Two was not. That's why they were giving it away for free. <laughs> True. Well, they were just doing that when all of the expansions came out because the base game meant nothing without the expansions at that point. Uh, we got the launch date for the uh, beta for Bleeding Edge, which is the new Ninja Theory game. Yeah. Uh, which is February fourteenth. Okay, so it's not too far. Hero shooter. Mm-hmm. Or hero fighter. Yeah, it's like the hero first person fighter. Yeah. Uh, uh, they talked about a bunch of like Black Friday deal stuff. Okay, it's always nice to know those early, so you can plan your your shopping sprees. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talked about uh, the Halo Reach coming to the Halo Master Chief Collection. Yeah, uh, that would be on December third. Yeah, pre-order now. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that uh, in that rentals or in the the Black Friday thing? They're doing the rentals thing again, um, where like 
not rental, but like the payoff for the the Xbox One, where you can like pay in increments. Yeah, they they announced that now. a couple weeks ago, where it's like you can get an Xbox One X with a year of live or two years of live and two years of Games Pass, and then when Scarlet comes out, you can trade it in and upgrade yeah, for like a yeah. hundred dollars or whatever. Yeah, or whatever. They don't know when the release date is, but they're like, if it's already paid off, then you can do it. If not, it's like. You well, it won't be extra. paid off because it's monthly installments over two years, and Scarlet comes out next year. I mean, you can pay it off anyway, anytime you want. Though. Oh, really? I thought it was like a stagnant thing. No, I think you can pay it. I like any, oh, okay. any other loan. I think you can pay it off whenever you want. Gotcha. But you can. That's cool that you can upgrade. So it's like if you want to, pretty much just put money down on a, on a Scarlet. Now you can start doing that if you didn't have an Xbox One already. Yeah, yeah, it's actually yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Just get get used to it now. Start playing some of the back catalog mm-hmm. stuff. Get yeah. caught up on the generation, since everything, all the good stuff's on Games Pass anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, got the release date for Minecraft Dungeons, which will be April. Uh, I was just talking to my brother about that yesterday. We were talking about it last week. I think. Yeah, we said, well, "Why haven't we heard anything about that? That seems weird." Yeah, uh, well, I, we were talking because of the um, Diablo 4 announcement, and I said, yeah. whatever happened to that Minecraft Diablo game that yeah. disappeared? We looked it up. There was nothing at that time, but mm-hmm. now there is. Uh, yep, so that'll be out in uh, April. Uh, they announced the uh, Age of Empires 4, sure. the classic strategy uh, franchise. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of people were super excited for it. I never really played any Age of Empire games. Yeah, they're RTSs. Yeah, uh, I mean, I like those, but like that was the one that was like super complex and stuff. And yeah. I was like, ah, I don't need to think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to think when I play. I don't need to think too hard about things. I just want to fight things. Yeah, well, if you thought about the game at all, it would just solve itself. Yeah, so. you are the god of gaming, so yeah. you know you could be better at it now. Well, I guess I could. Yeah. Uh, more stuff on uh, release date for Wasteland Three, which I didn't even care about that when that got announced, but that'll be out in May. A uh, bunch of other things like Kart Rider Drift on Xbox One. Cool. Uh, it's the Thinking Man's Kart game, is what I saw. That was, that was how they explained it. So Mario Kart, no. Little Big Planet Karting, get out of here. Mod Nation Racers, you're garbage. This is the Thinking Man's Kart game. Mm, so the Kart Racing Drift. There you go. Uh, they talked about uh, Crossfire X, uh, which was a. Don't get caught in it. Yeah, is that based on the board game? No, it's a Damn. like a Korean like MMO FPS type thing. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, they talked about Jedi Fallen Order some more, but when's that out? out. <laughs> it uh, hadn't been at the time. It was coming out the next day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the uh, Planet Coaster, which is a coaster building park simulatory thing. Cool. So uh, like you can put drinks on it. Yes. yes, it's that kind of coaster. Yes, yeah. it exactly. Sounds, like, it sounds very boring. Uh, in space? A new game called <laughs> West of Dead, which is a twin stick, like, uh, Old West first or, uh, shooter. That could be cool. Game where you, like, play Ghost Rider. Okay, you've mm. lost me now. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded cool at the beginning. Western that you play Ghost Rider. Yeah. This is you play a dude with, like, a flaming skull head that looks exactly like Ghost Rider, but it's a Western. Fun. And it's a twin stick shooter. A uh, bunch of other stuff. A game called Drake Hollow. Um, Is this a, a, a sequel to the Drake that was on the Xbox? Drake and the Ninety Nine Dragons. Yeah, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> uh, da, 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 a game called Last Stop. A game called uh, The Artful Escape. Uh, and there was another one that I missed, uh, but it was the new one by uh, the um, 
Life is Strange developers. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, tell me why. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, a couple announcements. Nothing really, like, mind-blowing. Nothing about the Scarlet. What, uh... Nothing about the Scarlet, yeah. Wasn't there Rare's new game as well? What was that one? Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. There was a new Rare game as well. Yeah. What was... I, that might not have been part of that, like, let's just run through a bunch of titles segment. I think that uh, might have been its own a thing. a new IP called Everwild. Okay. Yeah. And, um... Uh, I actually missed that part. So I don't Clearly. know, like, what it looked like. <laughs> I just saw that it like that it a, got announced. Yeah, as a person who doesn't play on Xbox, I was like, I'm not gonna. Yeah. This sh- assuredly, this is not going to be the thing that makes me buy an Xbox. So. I, I, <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, like kind of was like half paying attention to like everything that was announced in it. Yeah, and like uh, the the rare name doesn't carry much weight for me. Hasn't been a, for anyone in a long time. But even like the old like okay yeah I played you know Perfect Dark and like Goldeneye or whatever but like I haven't really played anything since then that's been donkey kong yeah i didn't even really play those back then you didn't play the new ones either the like ice age returns or whatever i don't think those were yeah those weren't made by rare Rare, because rare's been owned by microsoft for like but i thought they were allowed to make games for nintendo because it's their property no i think it was a different studio that made those i'm not sure though but i think it It definitely was yeah it was definitely not that studio yeah uh i mean yeah like it's been a pretty sullied like brand for a while now not since the like Banjo Kazooie days. See, I didn't even play those games, so yeah. like it doesn't it doesn't hold anything for you me. You weren't like, a big fan of Grab by the Ghoulies. Nope. Mm. No, no, no. Like the the was it the Rare Replay Collection? You know, like people went bananas for that. That had some good games on it, but it just doesn't. It's not enough. Like if you say if the headline is like new Rare game announced, I don't like. I'm not jumping to be like, oh my god, what? Yeah. What I is mean, that? I need to know. There are a lot of like studios like that that once had a huge amount of weight to them and don't really do that much anymore yeah uh was that the end of oh yeah i mean there might have been like other stuff that i missed but yeah the 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 big things were really just the yakuza games coming uh the kingdom hearts games coming Mm -hmm. and the final fantasy games going they had like a a big thing where they announced like 50 new games coming to games pass but okay (laughs) yeah well, then, speaking of companies that have lost their luster, lightning round, we've got new Bioware rumors uh, of oh, things they'll yeah. be working on. <laughs> Talking about a sullied brand. I'm, I'm saying, man, they've definitely tarnished their legacy within the last couple of releases, so maybe they're looking to turn that around. Why don't you tell us more about that, Joe? Uh, so, with the, the stuff, uh, yeah, they definitely are looking to turn things around. At least, they're rumored to be t- uh, looking to turn things around. Uh, none of this stuff is confirmed yet. They're just rumors. Um, the first one up is uh, they're attempting to do a massive overhaul of Anthem, uh, yeah. like a complete like teardown and rebuilding of Anthem to you know actually make it something that people want to play. Yeah, and this is amid rumors in and of itself that the game is dead and like getting canceled and it's over. Oh but, like, yeah, I was, I was like it's dead in the sense that nobody is playing. It, no, but, but like that they've given up, that they're not going to put the work into it when in fact new newer rumors are uncovering that in fact no they do have a fully like built up dedicated team looking to do this stripped down rebuild you know six million dollar man style we have the technology we can make him better than he was before <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> so i mean i i guess and i mean we were talking earlier about um damn it no man's sky. No no sky. sky yeah, yeah no man's sky was another one that like there was a lot of hype going into it and then it 
you know, landed with a thud and then they turned around and they put a lot of effort into yeah. basically like earning the player base's trust back and put all really, the things in they promised at the beginning that they just didn't do. Yeah, and turning the game around into something that people actually want to play now. Um, so it's entirely possible that they can do that with Anthem. Um, I, I, sure. I hope they could. Like, it would be nice for Bioware, which is a studio at one point we were convinced was going to be like dissolved and shuddered into the amorphous blob that is EA at this point. Yeah, I mean, two years ago we did say that like Anthem's your your shot. This is it for you. You don't have another like bullet in the chamber, so to speak. This is it's all or nothing with this. Mom spaghetti. Yeah. So like, I guess, I mean, if that's the case, then at least they're giving them the chance to, you know, put their right their ship. Yeah, exactly. Put their you know money where their mouth is and go okay. You know, we told you this was your last shot. We're not going to pull the plug yet, but, like, you really got one more chance to get this right. Well, it might not be their only chance to get things right. <gasps> no? Uh, because the other rumor that came out of all this stuff was that my, uh, uh, Bioware is working on a new Mass Effect game. Why? Because they got to try and repair their brand. <laughs> yeah, you can't let Andromeda be the last one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, once I again, <laughs> once again, this is all rumors, um, but uh, they did. Uh, rumors are saying that uh, the the lead for um, uh, the fuck Dragon Age. Yes, you're good with names today. Yeah, I'm having a really hard fucking time. Today. <laughs> Uh, Which that, they are uh, making another Dragon Age, as we talked yeah, about. Yeah, they are working on another Dragon Age, uh, but uh, one of the guys is also. Uh, Splitting his attention right now and working on a new Mass Effect game, uh, an attempt to try and revive that fucking dead ass franchise right there. Yeah, that uh, Andromeda was bad, and um, really, really sullied not just the studio's name but the brand name of the series as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, is this is this didn't a even thing? need to come out? No, I mean, is this a thing? Do you think that people will give another chance to, or is it one of those like? Three was a letdown. Andromeda was a dumpster fire. I I don't even know if you can come back from like. Well, is consumer confidence shooken too far? I don't know. If three was a letdown. People just didn't like the ending. Well, but that I mean, we've talked about tons of times. Where, like the ending is one of the most important things when it Especially comes to Especially on a three game franchise. Yeah, like the culmination of didn't a trilogy. Did they fix it with the DLC though? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it didn't help, <laughs> or well, like it 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 didn't repair the damage. Right. It yeah. kind of just put a band aid like over the yeah the crack. Um, but I, I mean, I think that uh, Bioware is one of those studios that people are willing to give another chance to because they have such fond memories of that. Yeah. That if they did come out and say like, "Sorry, we let you down with the last one. We're trying to fix it. We're working on another one that will hopefully, you know." repair our image i think they're a studio that people would be like all right we'll give you a try don't fuck this up again <laughs> uh so i think i think if they actually were able to turn around and crank out like a new good bioware or a new good mass effect game i think it would still do good i don't think enough people are like uh, i don't think that they like actively hate the studio they're just disappointed in the studio yeah and like the disappointed in the way that they've gone. I'm not mad at you. I'm just disappointed. disappointed which is worse, as everyone knows. Because mm-hmm. um, when it comes to spending money, are you would you rather be mad at a person or disappointed in them? Because like, I don't know. Like I'd be mad at them, but I'll like be like, you know what? I hate something about it, but like the game was still good. I'm just mad at them. This was like, no, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I don't even want to play the next one. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I, I'm sure that 
if anything, this won't be until after Dragon Age comes out and yeah. after the whatever reboot of Anthem is. So, like, they have time to recover a little bit and, like, start earning back people's trust at that point. They have a long while because, as we talked about, I think it was last week, if not, it was the week before, where they said no Dragon Age until at least 2022, mm-hmm. I oh, believe. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. So, that means no new Mass Effect until 2024, probably? Yeah, maybe 23? Maybe. Enough time for everyone to forget about Andromeda. Oh. Although, wouldn't it be crazy if this was just Andromeda 2? Oh. Because, I mean, that was meant to be, like, the first game in a new trilogy yeah. that eventually got squashed. So, like, are they just going to leave that dangling? Or is this new one going to be an entirely new trilogy of some kind? It's a reboot. Uh, could be a complete new reboot. You could get, like, the new Commander Shepard, like, returns kind of thing. No, I'm saying it's a reboot of Andromeda. Oh. No, no. <laughs> you gotta let that one die. <laughs> yeah, you there's... know you gotta let that one die, and then you gotta have like a mission in the new one where you go and find like the ship from Andromeda, like destroyed and ruined on a planet, and you just kind of go like, ah. I guess that's what happened to that. <laughs> oh yeah, I wonder what wonder what the deal with that is. All I, right, let's go. <laughs> I heard tale of this ship once. I heard it. I heard nothing good about it. <laughs> <laughs> I heard um, it was a disappointment. Yeah, I... <laughs> <laughs> the whole crew they're just kind of like, oh, those guys. <laughs> yeah. I, I read on the Hollow Net that they were all just. Just terrible. <laughs> um, all right, lightning round. We're still talking big studio news. Uh, so Bethesda's making waves. John, why don't you tell us what Bethesda's up to this week? Uh, so Bethesda has gotten a new uh, studio, uh, open a new studio, and also closed a studio. So Human Head Studios, which was the um, studio that made Prey and um, uh, Rhyme. What was that game called? Rhyme? Uh, R-I-M-E? No, Rune. Sorry. Um, I don't even remember Rune. What was Rune? Uh, old PC game, I'm guessing. Ugh. Rune and Rune 2. They made Prey and Prey 2. Oh, Rune. They also made um, The Quiet Man, which was like a walking oh, simulator. Oh, that thing. Yeah. That, did that come out? It did. Yeah, last it year. It was bad. Huh. It was really bad. So huh. that's why they're closed, because apparently they haven't done anything good. Um, so they closed. Uh, People wait, liked Prey, prey too. Prey? Wait, which Prey? The original two. So wait, oh, not the remake not that the came remake. out last year, no. two years okay. ago. Because that okay. one, that one, people like that one. Yeah, people yeah. like that one. No, the one that had the upside downy stuff in it. Oh yeah, yeah. So they closed that, and then they opened a new studio um, with new people. Uh, so I don't know if this is just redoing it, but it's called Roadhouse Studios. That's going to be in Madison. <laughs> it's going to be in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, and nothing was announced. They just said like, yeah, sorry, we had to close it down and thanks for your support. But, but it just seems weird that like in the same breath, they were like, but we're giving you something else. Like if you're closing down a studio, just say like they're being absolved, but like they're not. So it's just like, yeah, we're closing down that guys. And then opening up a new store. I mean, it could be a different kind of studio. Like they're shuttering this one that does game production and they're opening one that does like phone crap. Yeah, I guess it's true. They didn't yeah. say anything about what it is. They just said Roadhouse. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Fallout Shelter Three coming soon. Well, and like I looked at what um the uh the other studio, what was it? Something Head Studios, um, yeah. Human Head Studios. Yeah. I looked at like what they did other than Prey, and they did like helping on a on a bunch of other stuff. Um, like <laughs> there was apparently a free to play Call of Duty game that they worked on. Like Wait, a Bethesda studio worked on a free-to-play Call of Duty game? Maybe before they were uh, like absorbed obtained. by... It was like purchased. a free-to-play online Call of Duty game called Call of Duty Online. 
Huh. Yeah, there was I a bunch of other that. stuff they helped with. Um, let's, I'll pull up the list again. But it was just like it was like yeah, we you know gave a hand in on this and we gave a hand in on this. Uh, Quiet Man survived. Boxy Kingdom, Coarse Hairs, Lost Within, Prey, Dead Man's Hand, uh, Rune Classic. Um, yeah, Call of Duty Online. I guess it was like a Chinese like free to play PC game. Uh, um, huh. They also helped with World of Tanks, Just Cause 3, the Wii U version of Batman Arkham Origins. Uh, they helped with Defiance. And, uh, oh my god, remember oh. Defiance? And, the sci-fi channel show game crossover? Game. Yeah. yeah. Shared universe. I actually was excited for that because I kind of liked the show. Uh, and then like it got like five episodes and I was like, this is terrible. And then the game went free to play. <laughs> I was just yeah. like, oh, okay. It was a cool idea, but it was just not good production no. from all parties involved. No. Yeah. So it sounds like they were more at this point like a support studio than mm-hmm. an actual like development studio. Yeah, so. the stuff that they helped with, the list of stuff they helped with is much longer than the stuff that they made themselves. Yeah. So at that point, like if they're shuttering a support studio to potentially open up like an actual development studio... Uh, you know that, uh, that's a good trade-off at that point yeah i guess i mean it doesn't I mean, it sucks it, for those guys yeah i mean those people are getting yeah. jobs yeah those men and women who lost their jobs probably don't think so unless they want to move to wisconsin who doesn't I, so much, all the cheese you can eat so much beer so much cheese it's gonna be great yeah. all the pretzels you could eat what a what a fun time uh all right lightning round we are just a couple of days away from the launch of google stadia though mine is still not shipped uh, so it probably will not be here on launch day uh, which is kind of a bummer, but okay, because it just gives me more time to play Star Wars. Uh, but Google confirmed this week the official launch lineup for Stadia. Joe, you have that list. Uh, yes. Uh, so Stadia is going to be launching on Tuesday, November 19th. So yep. it's the day after this uh, podcast yeah. airs. Tomorrow in future times. Uh-huh. Uh, so it will come with Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Destiny 2, Guilt, uh, G-Y-L-T Guilt, mm-hmm. Uh, Just Dance 2020. It's on everything. It's on the Wii. Can't a, wait. A game called Kine? Kine? K-I-N-E. I feel like I remember seeing something about it, but I don't remember what it is. I don't even know that one. That one was new to me. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11, Red Dead Redemption 2, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Samurai Showdown, Shadow of the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, uh, Thumper, and Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. Hmm. So you're going to get three Tomb Raider games. Yeah. Uh, and then a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Uh, is there anything in there that makes you excited to have bought a uh, Google Stadia? Uh, no. Well, I get Destiny 2 for free. That mm-hmm. comes with all of the content and everything. So, like, I'll check that out. I feel like that could be fun. Uh, again, it's not a thing I'm going to sink a ton of time into. I did see confirmed that it's not cross-play, which I thought was, like, not the case. But apparently... I thought, like, the big thing was that a lot of these were going to be cross-play. That's what I thought, too. But Maybe it's an off Maybe not bat. at launch. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of the things that they've promised that are coming are not available at launch and probably won't be available until 2020. Like, a lot of the, like, cross-state saves and, like, multiplayer aspects and, like, YouTube integration and stuff like that won't be coming until uh, next year, I think, at the earliest. So there's... They announced a lot of cool features and then slowly over time we're like, but not launch, but not just yet early 2020 late 2020 okay just wait on this please please wait yeah um so i'll buy it now but still wait yeah i'm not like over the moon i'm kind of more excited for the chromecast to be honest (laughs) which is a little i'm gonna say like at least you're getting that uh chromecast and like a a good bluetooth controller if i wasn't i wouldn't have purchased it like that's i've said this since the day i pre-ordered it that like i'm kind of just jazzed for the bluetooth controller and the 
the, like the new Chromecast. So like, I don't know. I'll you know I'll try it when it does ship. I think when the last I looked at my order, it said probably the end of the week, uh, which is fine. Like I don't necessarily need to have it on launch because there isn't anything specifically. Like there's nothing new on that list. I don't think there's anything there that isn't already available somewhere else. Uh, I mean, I don't know about guilt or kind. I looked yeah. up the kind game and it's on the Switch. So oh. yeah. Um, I mean, I guess really, if I was thinking about it, even though like I don't really have a huge desire to play it, but like Red Dead Redemption Two would be nice to just boot it up and not have to install, you know, seven hundred gigs worth of whatever. Uh, do, do it I took just, me like, like two days to install yeah. that on my PlayStation. Um, but you still have to buy these, though. Yeah, you still have to buy them, but it would be nice to like if I did want to play that, or if I like if they had a sale one day for it or something. Where I'm like, you know what, I do want to try it. Like maybe when. You know, some new Western comes out where I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to I wanna play a Western game. And, like... When, um... Fuck. <laughs> can't remember. Names are Joe's the name of that Westworld Season 3 starts Yeah, but he, I, I thought that, too, because that's when I tried the first Red Dead. Um, but even that's, like, they've left the West world and now they're yeah, in, like, the real like world. world. No, they're in, like, the real world for the new season. Oh. Like the, sounds lame. Yeah, one of the people escapes into the, like neo like blade runner type future that they live in which could be pretty cool but not western so i don't think it's gonna you know cause me to want to scratch that itch but that'll be cool to like not have to install that when i want to play it if i decide to purchase it but that's really the only advantage there i'm just gonna try destiny and wait for other things to come out um that'll be more um Uh, enticing they they did say uh that before the end of the year uh, borderlands 3 final fantasy 15 and metro exodus will be added to the lineup Metro might be a thing I play. So, that series intrigues uh, me. Not including the free copy of Destiny 2, there will be 14 games available by the end of the year. Yep. And like Cyberpunk comes out next year, I assume it's day and date with everything else. So that might be something that I like, you know, that I play there as opposed to... Because I don't think I'll necessarily want like the trophies for it. I don't know that I'll necessarily care that much. Oh, on that. Like to buy it on PlayStation. It's like I mean. Stadia has its own trophies? No, 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 no. Like, why I wouldn't buy it on PlayStation. Hmm. So, I don't know. Well, we'll see. I'm not, like, over the moon for it. I'm more just excited about the Chromecast. But, I don't know. I'm still getting it. So, we'll see. They're advertising like crazy for it, though. Yeah, because they just want people to... They want people to not forget that it's a thing. Yeah, but it's like... I'll, I'll see ads for it, like, during hockey and, like, before YouTube videos and stuff mm. like that. So... They're putting money into trying to get the word out. You have Google. to. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. And that, do they, they don't have to put money into YouTube. I mean, yeah, it's their own thing. Well, I guess technically you put money into it because you're not like getting money from some other advertiser. Oh, so, yeah. Like, they're, they're robbing themselves of, a, kind of. A, yeah. an ad roll. Yeah, exactly. And paying their whoever's video they're giving for the ad revenue for it. Mm. Yeah, if it gets clicked on. Who knows? Uh, All right, lightning round. We've got uh, TV and movie news for the rest of the episode. Uh, We'll start things off with uh, a show that hasn't even started yet in The Witcher. Netflix is The Witcher. Uh, While not technically, we know, uh, based on the video game, it is still video game adjacent. Uh, But it's been renewed for a second season. So the first season doesn't come out until another month, I think, the 20th or something of December. Um, But they've already... Uh, you know, seen some positive feedback on whatever they've screened to people or whatever, and they feel confident that they're going to give it a second season, which is, I mean, it's Netflix, so they can just, you know, green light it whenever they want, but there are some shows that were widely regarded that didn't get second seasons on Netflix, so who who knows? But already been greenlit for a second season, so you can, if you like the first season when it 
starts, which we're all gonna, we've all said we're gonna watch it, mm-hmm. uh, then you know, you have more fun to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Let's see if it can make it past the um, two season threshold that Netflix has. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's how many books to be based on? I think five. Okay, so you could probably get five seasons out of it if each season is a book thereabouts, and then. Even if you want to condense them, I'm sure there's plenty of side stories they could tell on their own that are within the realm of The Witcher. And mm-hmm. the creators involved in this, like the book, the author, right? Yeah, because he hates the video games. Because he hates the games, yeah. So he has more input, so you might get you know, other side stories or fleshing out of characters that didn't get their time in the books. So I don't think he hates the games. He hates that he's not getting paid for it. No, he hates, no, he the, hates games. the games. Because they're not faithful enough and, and the money thing, probably. When also, like... People don't know that the books exist. They only know the games kind of thing. So like That's not his fault. Well, that's why he hates yeah. them, though. Because he's like, I wrote these books and people don't even know they exist. Like, fuck those games for stealing his... I mean, that is stealing his, fault, his... rather. <laughs> Make more engrossing books, then, dude. Well, I mean, the books are engrossing. They're, like, bestsellers. Yeah, but it's just how do you get the, the West to care about the Scandinavian guys' book series? You know, like... I mean, the books, like, were popular over here. It's just that they got taken over by the game series. And, like, eventually they got kind of outshined by their own success in that sense. Well, and I guarantee you there'll be people that really like the Netflix show and won't know their books either. I'm sure there are people that don't know Game of Thrones is based on books. Well, the ads for this say based on the best-selling book series. Yeah, but but if you just start, if you just, like, scroll through and hit start on Netflix and you didn't see the ads, you just saw, like, the, you know. Yeah, doesn't Netflix have, like, a skip? past the opening button or only something. uh only on like subsequent episodes oh you'll you always have to watch it for the first episode of stuff yeah but it's Disney not plus has that yeah but it's not going to tell you like when you start the first episode it's not going to say based on the books it'll just start playing as you're scrolling through so you might be like oh i'll give this a shot without having seen the like yeah it's usually I'm not saying it's going to be easy to not know but yeah we know it's going to be in the and, credits somewhere yeah yeah it's something that's just like part of the credits where people just start tuning out like how many people actually read every credit that goes by yeah exactly most people won't especially Mm -hmm. not if it's like this beautifully shot like vista scene everyone's gonna be like paying attention to the thing and not reading the credits or if it's some sort of like crazy creative opening like game of thrones has yeah then you maybe you're more apt to pay attention but even like with game of thrones i'm just watching those like little cardboard cutout like buildings build themselves not paying attention to anything that's going on true i don't even know any of the actors in that show as a direct result of that uh lightning round this one's kind of fun Uh, we've got uncharted movie news uh and what makes it fun is that this movie's been in development so long that the person once slated to play the main character nathan drake uh is now old enough to play uh his older mentor sully and that person is marky mark mark Wahlberg who's now attached to this project again, uh, which means he either really loves the game Uncharted or just they just keep coming back to him and be like, huh, you want a truck full of money? And he's like, okay, sure. I can almost guarantee that he doesn't like the game. Like he was in uh, Max Payne and never played the game because he said he couldn't be bothered to. Yeah, that's fair. So, and Max Payne is like a three hour game. Like he's never played four Uncharted games. No, but it seems weird that like you could have no interest whatsoever and then be attached to the movie twice for two different roles. Well, over the, the initial of the like... money. <laughs> well, initially it was because David O. Russell was the one that was set to be the director. Yeah, and Mark Wahlberg is like always in David O. Russell movies. Yeah, so I could see him not caring at that point, but then to like come full circle five, six years later to be like, "Hey, do you want to be in it again?" But as the older guy, I'd be like, "Yeah, why not? Sure." 
Yeah, I think at that point that's just them like throwing money it's at it. And I like I'm wondering money. if it's like the develop the directors or developers or whatever the fuck make producers. Producers. Yes. That's the one. Yeah, it's producers. And it's the producers are just like, Yeah, this will be funny. Yeah. <laughs> let's do this. Or they're like, just running out of names and they're like, Let's go back to Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. yeah. They've been to every other person in Hollywood. You wanna be a part of this? No. Nah. Well, let's see if Mark does. We'll give him five dollars more. Yeah, I'll be in anything, thinks. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, they've obviously changed the movie since he was attached where he would have been an older Drake. Now it's Tom Holland, who's a younger Drake, so therefore he can be a younger Sully. Uh, but Oh, yeah, I guess that is true. It would be a young Sully to yeah. go along with this. Well, younger. I don't yeah. think young per se, but like probably Mark wahlberg age. They might you know, give him some salt and pepper hair or something to show that he's a little bit older. Because Tom Holland's not you know 12 or anything. Like He can play a high schooler i guess but i'm assuming he'll probably be in his 20s and then you well, i think get... he's 22 in real life yeah. yeah so maybe he plays in his younger 20s or late teens and you get mark Wahlberg to play 40s so yeah. yeah so so yeah i was because originally i was gonna say like i don't picture mark Wahlberg in the role but i guess if he is playing a younger sully maybe i still don't think he has like the proper amount of gravitas he's not grizzled enough yeah I don't uh, see him as a cigar chomping, like, seen, you know, world weary. Yeah, man who's seen it all kind yeah. of thing. Uh, I mean, we'll see. I, I don't have high hopes for the movie, per se. I don't think it'll be uncharted in any way, other than maybe some jumping and vine swinging, but I don't. I'm not, like, over the moon for it. I'll see it, obviously, but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it could turn out to be something, but it's. I mean. It's a video game movie. Yeah, yeah, video game movies have never been good. Never are. No. Though that could change with the next story, Lightning Round, because we got a new trailer this week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and it was a trailer that proved one thing and one thing only. And it was a thing I never thought would ever be proven. Uh, I'm going to have to eat my words a little bit. Uh, the internet fixed something? <laughs> Instead of destroying everything, it yeah. made something better? Uh, Twitter, like, helped? <laughs> Uh, which is weird uh, because uh, something terrible had come out in the form of a first trailer uh, and the second trailer resolved all of it and made it better somehow after fan outcry. So like it works, I guess. Uh, of course, we're talking about Sonic the Hedgehog, the live action movie, which now has unveiled the redesign, which we had seen leaks of posters and, you know, uh, photos of like Brazilian expo, like, like advertisements, advertisements stuff. in movie theaters. Uh, but we got a full blown trailer, which not only has a much, 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 I could say much forever, better looking Sonic, but it was also a better trailer. Like it was cut better. The jokes were better. It seemed to flow more. Didn't have gangsters paradise. Playing it didn't have gangsters over paradise it. for no reason. Uh, uh, we got a lot more like Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey-esque. I know what I'm really excited about it. Um, but let's just start off the top. Sonic looks amazing. Yeah. I I mean, there are some gripes to be made for sure. Uh, you know, the creator of Sonic still said his, he's got two eyes still. But at least the tuft of white fur is bigger to give it that same kind of aesthetic. And I always thought they were going to go with two eyes. I didn't think there was any way you could. I, that's like one step too far for making something realistic. Yeah. As opposed to, like, it works good in a cartoon setting, but, like, you'd just be looking at it going, like, why are his eyes like that? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, he's, he's got... alien. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's really kind of terrifying. Yeah. I just, I mean, the first one we was don't terrifying. know what aliens look like. Yeah. Oh. I don't know how it would have played, though. That's the only thing. Like, I don't know how it would have, like, played in the live-action setting that they're yeah. going for. I don't think it necessarily like, would have been impossible, but I just... It's like Leela in Futurama. Yeah. You can accept that, like, Fry would think Leela is beautiful in the cartoon. As, but if you as, saw as a realistic-looking Leela, you'd be like, oh my god, that's horrifying. Well, it would just be the shock of seeing a person with one eye at first. Yeah, but I think one, one giant eye. Yeah, but I feel like you could get over it and, like, have you seen that body? It's rocking. Um... <laughs> <laughs> But, like, he's got gloves. He's got shoes that have the shoelaces covered so he can't trip. Which, the other one had shoelaces that could just come untied at any moment. Um, he's got, like, he doesn't have weird teeth. The face, like, the face shape is better. He doesn't have the, like, weird uh, Jumanji kid nose. Mm-hmm. Like, they fixed everything. Like, Yeah, and it looks really fucking good. Yeah. And like they even kept in other like shots from the original trailer, like the screaming scene or the meow scene, like the same whatever when he first finds him, and you're like, oh, I can now see direct comparison, and it's yeah, it's night and day. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's you know there's plenty of full body shot comparisons where like the proportions are right now. He doesn't have these weird long runners legs. Uh, The jokes landed better. Jim Carrey doing Jim Carrey things is awesome. Like I'm so excited for that. I like flat out laughed. Like a, a big belly laugh at the part where he's like, "Do you want to like? Do you want to like uh, the 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 latte made from like oh, foam yeah. of, from like a Peruvian goats or something like that?" He's like, "Yes, I love the way you make them." Like I just like okay, yeah. <laughs> of course I do. Uh, yeah, I like. I mean, John's been waiting for this movie in line since we saw the first trailer or the yeah. first poster. It's really nice of him to take his time out of his week of si- like weeks sitting there and yeah. just come no. here and record this podcast. Not, no, no. But like, I'm on board now. <laughs> like, we were all obviously going to see it beforehand. John, I know you said you weren't going to see it, which we know was a lie because we were going to make you. But does this make you want to see it at least a little bit, Matt? I have better things to do that day. No, that's wrong. You don't even know what day we're going. No, but seriously, does this like... Yes. What are you doing on February 14th, 2020? Valentine's Day? I have so much better things. Wait, is that Valentine's Day? <laughs> yes. Is Sonic coming out on Valentine's Day? Same day every year. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I have no reason to know that. Yeah. Other than the fact that the Sonic movie comes out. Yeah, now I have a reason to look forward to it instead yeah. of cry. Is Sonic your Valentine? Yeah. No, you are. <laughs> Actually, there there is a there is one shot in that that is a direct uh, reference to a meme of Sonic, which is uh, Sonic like wearing a bathrobe or uh, like a towel around and like sitting on a bed saying like alone on Saturday night. Are you pathetic? And there's a shot of him sitting there wearing the exact same in the same pose in the thing. I was like, I know that reference. I understood that reference. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I just. I can't. I don't have enough good things to say about it. It's great. Uh, yeah, uh, and like I and like I've been saying this whole time, if they fix it and they do it a good job, like we are now obligated to have to see this yeah, movie. You you made this happen. Now you have to give them your money. Yeah, like you can't you can't complain and bitch on the internet like everyone always does, and then his, get what you wanted and then not reward it. But but guys, his arms aren't supposed to be blue. Uh, well, I mean, somebody they might are. get maced over this, but uh, <laughs> I don't mind that they're not like. What the same color as is like chest or whatever, like it looks fine. Hmm. I think it's probably better that way, honestly. And at least it's like 
it's a different enough design so it can be considered like the movie Sonic, whereas like like the MCU designs for costumes are all slightly different than the comic book versions, but they're the movie versions, and that's fine. They look great. This is just Jim Carrey doesn't look like Ivo Robotnik. He's not a big, fat, round, egg-shaped man, but he's still like. And like the parts we've seen with the mustache and the ball, like in the you know the goggles, like that we saw at the end of the last trailer, that looks more in line with Doctor Robotnik, how we know him. Well, except that he's not fat; he's a exactly giant skinny but, man yeah. like Jim Carrey. But that's still the like that's the movie version. But at least like you can you can understand how they how you get to that design from the game design. Mm-hmm. Whereas like that other Sonic, I'm like I don't know how you get to from one to the other. It's you a blue just, furry thing. Yeah, you just did nothing. You like. Uh, they, I mean, props to them. They went out and apparently they got one of the animators from Sonic Mania uh, to come in and help with the design. Mm-hmm. And like that game looks great. Yeah, like, the, the, the lead like designer for Sonic Mania was the guy that came in and like, yep. fixed everything. That's yeah. crazy because that, that was like a fan made game. So pretty much he's a fan that now made a game that became a real game. Now he's helping with the movie based on the game that he's a fan of. Awesome. That's a hell of a fucking trajectory. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. That super cool. The things you can do in 2019 mm. to get your resume out there. It's amazing. And they, uh, they fucking nailed it. Like, I'm now really excited for that. I was always going to see it. I thought it could be a fun thing, but we'd all cringe at the look of Sonic. That's the thing. It went from, like, the movie you Let's were going to go. Let's watch this train wreck. Yeah, it's, it's the thing you were going to go watch ironically to make fun of it to now it's like, oh, wait, I'm actually like looking forward to enjoying this could it still be stupid yes but will it be the fun kind of stupid as opposed to the stupid kind of stupid i'm now thinking that it will be Mm. like even if it's a terrible movie it's gonna be fun yeah because i'm gonna get to see what looks like sonic the hedgehog on the screen yeah as opposed to look at that weird mutant freak who calls himself sonic in a movie that's garbage yeah and there were like, and there were a lot of jokes in the trailer that, like I said, even with that one earlier. But there were a bunch of other ones that I legit like went like, <laughs> okay, that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Like first one, I just kind of went like, oh yeah, this is a movie, all right. This one, I was like, <laughs> yeah. well, those parts are probably going to still be in the movie. It's just they're not cut into the trailer anymore. Well, it's just they did a good job of putting new stuff in that actually made me laugh this time, yeah. Yeah. as opposed to. Like just flat jokes. Well, I think the character design helps with that because mm-hmm. I think if you if you had this character telling the same kinds of like if I saw this character meow, I'd be like, oh, that's funny, that's cute. Look at it, look at him. He's trying to pretend like he's a cat, even though it doesn't he's, look like a doesn't cat. Doesn't look like a cat at all. The other one is a mutant freak that looks weird and looks worse than the movie cats. And I'm like when he goes meow, I'm like, oh, get off my screen, you weirdo. <laughs> like I'm not I'm not endeared to the like the cutesiness of the character. Because he looks like a deformed freak. Like, at least in this, I'm like, oh, he's cute. He like, looks like Sonic. Yeah, I, I can get away with him. Like, if this one asked me for a chili dog, I'm on, I'm on board. Like, I'm here for it. If the other one did, I'd be like, you get no food, you starve. So, like, I think... My I, chili dogs. Yeah, I me think only. the jokes will work better now that you enjoy looking at the character saying them. Um, so I think that'll help play better, too. I mean, we don't know. We obviously have not seen the movie. We've only seen two trailers. And uh, so far, it's trending upwards, which is good. Um, so, can't wait. And I can't believe the internet worked. I can't believe it. They fixed it. They fan outraged. Did Don't let them get cocky. Yeah, oh, you know it's... what happens now is that anything bad that's going to happen, they're going to try and pile on it. I mean, like they do anyway. I mean, they but... were already going to do that. But now there's precedent for it right. working. Which, honestly, could mean that other studios are willing to accept that feedback. Granted, not the piling on of negative, like, we're going to kill you if you don't switch this. But, like, if everyone collectively says, like, hey, this is wrong, here's how you can fix it. Like, we want to like your output, 
let us help like let the hive mind of fandom help your output of the thing that we like maybe that leads to more studios listening in the future being and like, it also like depends on the studios too because a lot of times there is the like things where the fans outcry and then the studio just goes like hey fuck you like yeah. take the shit and deal with it kind of thing true so, you know it's all depends like if proper criticism met with like proper willingness to accept criticism yeah. can have a good outcome yeah it's when it veers too much into bitching and moaning that mm. that's when studios yeah, are like, no. Or if you're like, if you're complaining about something in a trailer, but the studio knows like, guys, there's, this is a two and a half minute snippet. Like trust the process. Trust that like the things you think are gripes now will be explained and fleshed out over, you know, a 120 minute piece of like film. Mm-hmm. So like chill. But in this one, it's like, there's no way that you can't un, un like, yeah. You know, I'm not going to all of a sudden like this design and you need me to like this design to buy into the concept of your movie. Right. Uh, now, are we still going to entertain the theory that this might have all been planned from the start? Sure. Isn't, I mean, isn't that what I said to begin with? I mean, that's what yeah. everyone kind of said to begin yeah. with as it's well. It's always been a theory, but like, I don't know. I don't like, if it is, I don't really care. They got it right in the end. Like, if they wanted me to hate it first, so I would like it. Like, if this had been the design from the outset, I don't think I would have been like, not good enough like it's fine i think i would have been like wow they actually fucking nailed it i would have thought they would have done a terrible job so like i don't think i needed to be tricked but if they set out to trick people like okay fine i mean it could have been you know initially off of testing things they were like okay like we can make a sonic and it looks like sonic but people will then complain that he's in the real world as opposed to in Sonic World. Like so if, let's go and make a shittier version. We'll still have this good one, but we'll make a shittier version. Everyone will complain, and then they'll laud over us when we give them a good one. Yeah, it could be entirely I mean, that's, that. what I'm, that's, my, that's my thought process. Yeah. yeah, I guess I'm not, like, cynical enough to assume that they, like, yeah, that they lied to us first to get us to, like... Because on the one hand, like, yeah, they they could have thought, like, well, if we if we give in to their outrage, then they'll be forced to go to the movie because we... We, like, curtailed their, like you know. Yeah. Well, John was already going to go. I'm already uh, forced to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, I guess that could have been the thought process. I don't think they really needed to do it. So, like, if it is, I don't care as long as we get Sonic that looks like Sonic in a movie that's either dumb fun or actual fun. Like, mm. I don't really care. It doesn't, you know, doesn't bother me one way or the other. I don't feel tricked because I was either I was either going to see it anyway and hate it or going to see it anyway and like it. So... I'd rather just go see it but like you, it. But you would have been fine with either outcome. I like I was going like either way they were getting my ten dollars. Like yeah. So I don't I don't care as long as the the product is better in the end. I don't care how we got to it. Right. Uh, I'm sure there'll be some book written in ten years that's like the real story behind the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. It's just gonna be how, like on the DVD commentary. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna be like, we fucking got you, idiots. Yeah. <laughs> someone's gonna accidentally let it slip. Be like, yeah, when we went back to make the bad version. I mean, oh. But I mean, went back to make the good version, yeah, which yeah. we did after the outcry, of course. Um, and then just you're just like, "Fuck!" Did I say, "Can you cut that? Can we, can we stop? Can we? Can we do another take?" Yeah, so, in twenty three minutes. Just make sure to take that part out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a guy with a little notepad writing yeah. down on the director commentary. But yeah, no. As long as the end result's good, don't really care how we got there. And uh, if you haven't seen it yet, it's it's great. Much better. Second attempt. Good job, Paramount. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, because the rings on the. On oh, the yeah, bell. the rings on the thing. Yeah, on the opening. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. Anything I missed for the lightning round, not lightning round for this week? Not that I can think of. Nope. 
All right, well, then we can all get back to our games now, because that will do it for the lightning round, not lightning round, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so let us know what you've thought so far of Jedi Fallen Order and Pokemon, uh, the two slash three biggest games that have come out uh, so far, I think, this fall. Uh, let us know what you're thinking of them so far a couple days in. Uh, if there is anything at Xbox XO that you are super excited about um, or what you think of the Sonic the Hedgehog rebooted trailer, uh, let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, but once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Gotta go fast.